Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Pique my interest too much. Age of Empires 2. Why do you look really confused? What's going on? Are you right? it's just uh i'm just getting my notes up so <laughs> i'm just getting my notes up so my laptop's running really hang on <laughs> oh okay jeez man you really do need that new lappy for what's me, that noise you're in I, I do i'm desperate well lucky for you i should be tackling that closing all my tabs so Hopefully I can get it to you next week. Um, I need you. You're my starlight. Anything else here? I don't know. Didn't Venom just get added to Midnight Suns? Uh, yeah. Should I actually talk to you? Are you, are you living again? I think I'm I'm coming back. I'm just getting my tabs closed and yeah, you know my life delay. force is going back up, so that's good. Between me asking that question and you responding. Um yes, Venom is out on um Midnight Suns. I think he's already out because they did that free weekend on the game. Um and then I think he was releasing like the that week after the free weekend. Um so yeah, he's already out. Um, and I do kind of want to buy him. I think I want Deadpool a little bit more if I were to buy like a character. Uh, I could buy both. Yeah, you have to buy them. I thought they were free updates. No, 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 no. They're like oh. um, they're like additional like content add-ons. It's like buying a character or like Mortal Kombat or something like that. Um, All right, uh, I see. Um, yeah, they're like ten pounds, I think. Uh, but they come with their own little story missions as well. Like, there's like a couple missions you have to do to like unlock them. So they have like loads of cutscenes and dialogue and stuff, and then you get them as a viable character for the remainder of the game. So neat. Uh, but obviously, it's a it's a lot of content. Like, I'd be, you know, um, surprised if they gave that away for free because it's like when you add a character like that to a game like this. You know, it's similar to like when you add like a character to like Slay the Spire or something like that, right? You know, they each have so many cards and all the cards interact with all the different heroes and all the different combos and different play styles and all that kind of stuff. You know, like there's a lot of work that goes into it. So I'm not surprised they charge a little bit of money for it. Um, well, Slay the Spire gave it away for free. Yeah, I know. But I was just using that as an example. And I can, I'm willing to give. Uh, for access my money anyway because they need it because the game didn't sell very well and god, <laughs> they need it god if that game is great that's that's probably one of the best games i've played for a very long time like i i have no i have like zero fatigue on it at all from the hours i pumped into it already like i still just want to play it like all the time um it's really really good it's a damn shame that 
I know we've spoken about it before, but it's a damn shame that Xbox isn't supporting all-owned all games on cloud streaming yet. So I'll probably have booted it up by now. Yeah, it'd probably be quite a good cloud streaming game. The thing is, I, I, I do feel like the reading of cards and text and all that might be a bit annoying on a phone. You know, like you'd have to like lean in and proper like concentrate just to read everything going on and like enemy health bars mm. and how much HP they've left and all that kind of stuff. You know, sometimes it does come down to fine margins like that. I feel like you'd be squinting at your phone <laughs> trying to figure out these things. Um, yeah, no, that's fair enough. But it would, it would, it would make a good cloud game. That's for sure. Um, well, do you know what I've been doing? Work. Do you know I've been playing. Well, I've been doing work. Yeah, I've been doing work. Bit of work, bitch. Um, yeah, I've been a work bitch, but I've, you know, I've made some time. I've carved out some time for some video games here and there. Should I? Is this something that I know you've been playing, or should I try and guess? Like, is this something that I'm unaware of? Uh, no, it's. Well, I'm trying to think if I've been playing. Oh, yeah, no, I did. I did start. I did start a new game. I did start a new single player game. Oh, uh, it, it's not Atomic Heart. You wouldn't have started that. It's not until my cart. No. I I, I, uh, I do want to try it, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm not, not right now. You started a new single player game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would it have been Games Pass, obviously. Would it? Would it? I don't know. I don't know. What <laughs> I started, started Last of Us. I started Last of Us Party. Okay, I would not have guessed that. I was thinking, I was thinking Xbox related. Okay, no, nice. it's, I mean, it's, it's not an Xbox podcast or anything. I don't know why sure. you'd think that. Yeah, fuck me, right? Yeah. So started that. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a bit of the regulars. I've been playing a little bit of Halo Infinite. Well, um, we've got a bit to talk about today with the season three um, uh, trailer came out. I mean, the announcement for that—that's like next week or something. Um, and then yeah, I've just been playing Overwatch Two. Got a Battle Pass to finish. I'm currently uh, like enslaved um, to Battle Passes. Um, it's it's only uh, just started, which is though, a bit it? of a it's shame. Only, it's only like a week in or two weeks in, isn't it? I think so, but I—it's just rough. It's rough out here, you know. We're I a do. man down. I you. do kind of want it. Like, I am the only... I'm not, like, against playing Overwatch at the moment, but the only reason I would boot it up is to grind a bit of a battle part at the moment. And I still think I'd have an okay time, but I'm not, like... I'm not getting home from my day like I used to be and be like, yeah, let's, let's fucking... Let's grind out some Overwatch. Um, but, yeah, I just... I feel like I have to. I mean, I, I would hate myself if I didn't get the, the Kiriko um, Mythic skin. You uh, really would. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I, would, I would hate myself <laughs> because she's my favorite character. Like, like genuinely, um, I think she's my favorite on the entire roster. Um, so I do need to get get a mosey on with that, and I think I'll probably be on this afternoon. Actually, after the podcast, um, you can catch me live. Yes. Twitch t- <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I think I probably will play some of that and and just see if I can spark that back up because I'm sure once I actually do it, you know, just get over that hump and just be like, oh, I'm actually I am enjoying this more than I thought. Um, you know, it's just I've just been in a bit of a routine playing like slower games and stuff like that on like a bigger TV, like, like chilling back on the sofa and stuff. 
Um, but yeah, for sure. I feel yeah. I mean, our, our friends are still playing it. You'll be happy to know. In fact, I've I've called solo and duo queue even without me. So um, you know, there's still energy. There's still energy there. You know. How's um? um you know, I'm how's sure. I saw I saw you guys were playing a bit of comp. You guys got a rank yet? Or uh, I think one of the guys did. I haven't. I haven't really. I haven't. I think comp, but we just grinded out last night. I think we won like eight out of ten. It was pretty good. Oh, wow. Pretty good session, to be honest. Um, there's been a, like quite a nice mid-season balance patch. You know, I don't want to hang on this too long for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. viewers. Yeah. But um, yeah, so there's been some nice changes. You know, meta swapped around a little bit. Um, yeah, and like I said, decided last was part two. I'm probably like five hours in. I am so far very impressed with the visuals. No surprise, Naughty yeah, Dog do that sort great. of stuff. Um, and the mocap all looks amazing. All of Sony's first party studios are the same. <laughs> all of their mocap and is just top notch. Um, voice acting impeccable. I'm I am a bit skeptical of this early uh, story um, plot so far. <laughs> Yeah, if you've, if you've played it, you know what I'm talking about. The thing that happens at the beginning of the I do know two, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I knew that this thing happened, but I didn't know it happened like in the first two hours of the game. Yeah. Um, I yeah. am a bit skeptical of that. I mean, we'll see how it all comes together. So that's fine. And and I'm actually I'm quite impressed with the gameplay as well, to be honest. I was like, I think The Last of Us Part 1 is like a near-perfect game. Like the first God of War, I think is like pretty much perfect. Um, I, I thought some of the shooty shootiness got a bit bland towards the end, but overall it like you know, didn't bother me too much. Mm. Still like a 9.5 or a 10 to me. Um, but, the, and I wasn't sure how I was going to feel going into this one, but it's um, all the encounters are just very, it feels very slow. It feels very methodical. It feels like it really took a page out of Red Dead Redemption in the sense of like how, how the variety of animations and like the real, um, uh, attention to detail like when you like go to grab a can there's an animation for it it doesn't just vanish and go into your inventory yeah. you know when you swap weapons you know they like put it in their bag it's just just things just little things like that that just mm. make just, it just makes it very very technically impressive um again we'll see how it goes in the long run i'm only five hours in you know 40 once i'm 40 hours in that gameplay loop might start to weigh in a bit but it feels very good and deliberate so far and i'm quite impressed so far to be honest um nice. so We'll see. We'll see. Um, we haven't we haven't done anything like a jingle yet, shall we? Should we do a form? Oh yeah, sort of a yeah. Oh, yeah. And how can you not? It's such a delightful little noise. You know, we might as well bless our listeners with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I completely forgot about the jingle. Sorry, guys, we just got a week off. You know, everything's just gone out of whack. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. And, and also, Tim, if you can be in charge of chat, please, because I don't want to repeat of last podcast mm. where my audio kept going so i don't i don't want to get up on my head okay yeah, yeah. So that'd be great I mean, so far i can't see anything hopefully it's it's all working but I can't wow <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> um we start i mean and it should be said no yes. one shows up what the fuck yes yeah i know um yeah it should be said obviously for all if you you know if you're new here we usually do the show at half 12 bst um we're doing it at 2 p.m bst now um i've got the conversions on our twitter of what that means for cst pst est um because we're aware that for a lot of our viewers you're american that's great hi um 
and that, that makes it very early in the morning for you. So we're hoping that this will get some some more people in. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. We're happy to be flexible and try the show a little bit later, maybe as well. Probably not too much later, but give us mm. some feedback. That's all fine. So, hi everyone. If you're new here, uh, my name's Deck. Um, that guy over there, that's Tim. Hello. And um, and we're the Quick Resume Podcast. Um, talking about all of the gaming news of the week. Um, all of it. And uh, some other funny stuff on the side. Tim. Mm. Yeah. How's... um? Have you been... Have you had your ear to the ground this week? Uh, no, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I don't really know um, too much about what's happened in the last week. Maybe two. Um, I've kind of being kept a little bit in the dark i've just been really busy my work's just been nuts and we've been viewing like lots of properties and stuff like that and we might potentially have found where we would be moving to so you know stuff starts to like escalate in all that regard so i've just been a busy boy and everything outside of um of this <laughs> so uh no i don't really know too much about what's going on this week is that is that somewhere to rent are you looking somewhere to rent <sighs> So it's rent. Rent. Oh, no, no, no. We're buying. We're buying. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Lovely. Mubri. All right. Yeah, it's um, it's a funny old thing, buying buying places. It's really stressful. And that's why I spoke about this with uh, my other friend. He's on the cusp of buying a place as well. Um, like, it's really fun, like, for the first two or three viewings. Yeah. And then the enjoyment just plummets because you're like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I just, just get me into one of these. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eventually the, um, the whole novelty of it kind of just wears off and you're like, yeah, I just kind of want this to be done. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm tired of driving across the country <laughs> for a 15 minute viewing to then drive back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, I mean, we kind of did the intro and kind of um, already. Um, so I, I say we just get on with it. Uh, we've got like lots of little things, Tim. Obviously, the state of play happened. There was some of the uh, the updates. One of the big conferences were in Brussels for the ABK acquisition. Uh, some of the stuff we missed from last week, though, I've generally trimmed the fat. And last week was a pretty quiet week. So we've only got one or two things from there. Yeah. Um, Halo Infinite updates, um, and maybe a Starfield um, show coming or getting announced very soon. Whoa! So, I God, know. If I were you, guys, I'd hit that subscribe button. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just put it out there. <laughs> There's definitely not a C4 strapped to the bottom of your or your bed or wherever you are your car yeah. your bus wherever you are it's fine you're completely if there's safe. a red light <laughs> if it's if there's a beeping and there's a red light just ignore it it's yeah. it definitely has nothing to do with us it's normal very normal tim the xbox series x and s now support google home isn't that lovely you have a google home don't you i do have a google home yeah i don't use it because i don't i i no longer live in in that bedroom of mine and living oh, you bring it with you well i know because we um tilly uses alexa for everything so she's got like 
Alexa in like yes. two different spots of the house and <laughs> lights and everything. So if I bring Google, it's just going to be that's a war I don't want to start, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, so. fair enough. Yeah, imagine if you imagine if you could just put them next to each other and just like set them off for like mm-hmm. you know, Google Home and Alexa talk to each other. They just That'd argue with each other. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of that stuff with like chat GPT, hasn't there? Like, because obviously Microsoft, this is this happened last week, I think, or maybe the week before Microsoft like incorporated, you know, the AI chat GPT into, into Bing mm. and they're doing like limited invites at the moment, but you can like talk to Bing, which I think is quite scary. And, and also really emphasizes how shit of a name Bing is. Yeah. Hey, Bing. 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 Search this for me, Bing. Bing. <laughs> bing why are you the way that you are i mean i just feel like there were so many like bing mixer groove yeah, that's some weird names i mean xbox needs to do xbox it was a microsoft thing microsoft needs to do better with these names <laughs> yeah their naming conventions have always been shocking yeah yeah i just don't know what it is like is it just there's got to be someone at the top who's just like because there are there are smart people at Microsoft, like good creatives, and they come up with all these sorts of names. And the 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 suit at the top is just like, nah, I don't want anything. Bing, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like stripped of all character. Like, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> Fucking Bing, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, for the for the next Xboxes, yeah, we'll just slap an X on the end of it. Yeah, that's Xbox it. One X, Xbox Series X. They fucking issue yeah. X, man. Yeah. Well, the th- and the thing is, like, with the whole Series X, th- that will be that would be fine to me if that they kept that convention going forward. Like from now, if it's just like Xbox Series Y, Xbox Series, blah, you know, whatever, mm. fine. But once Phil is gone, and whoever you know, whenever god rest his soul uh, no i don't mean dead i mean gone that's <laughs> in away from xbox Yo. <laughs> um, <laughs> um uh they might change the convention again and then we're back to like this doesn't make any sense why have we gone from xbox one xbox one x xbox series x and now we're like it's like xbox pinecone do you know i'd buy that to be fair Xbox Pine is, it, is it like eco? <laughs> is it more eco friendly than any other Xbox? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it emits a fine pine smell when it's yeah, on. Yeah, out of the vents, out of the top. Mate, that's what they should do. Yeah, they should get it. like fragrance. That's actually. Yeah. It's not a bad so idea. Get rid of the gamer sweat, the gamer smell in your yeah. room. <laughs> you can you can make your room smell good while still gaming. Yeah. What's that? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fucking video. <laughs> it does frighten me a bit. It does frighten me a bit. Because do you think? Do you ever like think about what we were like when we were like teenagers? And I'm not. We didn't shit ourselves. <laughs> just to like clarify, we didn't shit ourselves while we play video games. I don't think I did vomit once. So <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, but. That was because I had to collect Nern roots in Skyrim, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually got migraine because yeah. I couldn't find the last one. No, that's, that's fair news, <laughs> man. I'm pretty sure most people had a migraine from that quest. So you're you're in the yeah. majority there. <laughs> yeah, that's what a woo, that was a crazy night. 
mm-hmm. run into the bathroom to vomit on my own feet. Sick. Oh. That. God. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I washed it off. But obviously, weird. I didn't just walk back through the house. Yeah. All right, well, we've got a couple of reports on uh, updates on players for some Xbox first-party games. The first being Forza Horizon 4 players. Um, that's a big number. Holy crap, that's a big number. Um, How many players? 28 million. 28 million. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a whole planet, isn't it? That is a lot. Yeah, it's a whole planet, yeah. All Jeez. the important ones, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, please tell me you boot it up <laughs> at one point. <laughs> You're going to get snapped out of a pap of... Wait, what? Boot it up? It doesn't matter. It okay. doesn't matter. Deathloop, Tim, Deathloop hits 5 million players. Oh, which wow. is not that many. Yeah. Well. Are we surprised by that number? You tell me. Uh, no, I'm not surprised by that number. It's an arcane game. I mean, that's an extremely high number for an arcane game. That's the thing. I don't know it's the figures nice. for the other ones. I did have a quick look, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um, I, I would imagine Deathloop is their most played game. But maybe Probably. I'm wrong. I mean, maybe it hasn't. Having said that, maybe like Dishonored. I don't know. It's hard to say because Dishonored would have had like a lot of like afterburn from its like release because it was like hailed as like a you know like a really good game, you know, for such a long time now, like a really yeah really good series. So a lot of people would have still played it in the last like couple years or this year or something like that, you know. So. All of that accumulating since its release is probably it's probably higher than Deathloop, but yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's hard to say, especially because of the whole timed exclusivity thing. Like, it, you know, I was going to say, oh, I wonder if Deathloop has had more players per like, per capita, <laughs> um, yeah. but it's hard because it would have reached less players in the time it's been out. So, yeah, I'm, but I mean, just for like a comparison. Like maybe smaller game, like Grounded hit 13 million in November. Wow, Grounded's been out for longer. You know, I assume that includes the beta, uh, early access players as well. Still, but it gives you a sense of 50 million in December as well. Actually, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a big. Just, what is it? What is it about those those arcane games, man? It's just impossible to market. Yeah, they it's just, just they just it's don't. always funny at this point. Yeah, they just don't. They just make absolute bangers, and they just they just don't just don't get the player base. I mean, it's still a lot of players. Don't get me wrong. It's not like they're making games that just die or just don't, or just don't get enough players. Yeah. But it's just like they they're deserving of more, but they just don't seem to get it. Um, yeah, it's strange. It's, it's a cursed. It's a cursed studio, that's for sure. I do, I do feel like they need to keep experimenting with their marketing so that, um, you know, they can actually give a sense of how how these games play. I think, I think somebody pointed out, uh, I saw a comment, I think it was on YouTube, that, that sort of said that, oh, I think they need to highlight, you know, the different ways that you could approach a single situation rather than showing a single walkthrough like you would in a, in like a typical game. Mm. I was like, that's a really good point actually, because for everybody who knows what these games are, 
you can do things but it's maybe not transmitted that well when you're just showing a single walkthrough you know like oh they're in the open world picked up a gun shot a vampire got in a building shot a boy yeah. and then it cuts away to the next scene it's like that doesn't really give you a sense of like oh well i could have gone in through the front door i could have climbed up i could have found a key somewhere else climbed into the sewers come up through there you know just stuff like that that, that mm-hmm. makes these games sort of pretty special and fun to play yeah definitely yeah i i, I do think that would help it yeah Uh, I originally, actually, I don't know. Maybe it's a good point to just quickly bring this up. Did you see um, the thumbnail I had on this video before today? I, really, I did. Like, I saw the video yesterday. What was it? It was just a lemon. Oh no, I did see it. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Why was lemon. it just a lemon? Does that have any context <laughs> at all, or did you just have a lemon on your desktop and thought that would do? <laughs> <laughs> well a bit of both i mean I, I i think i made it on like thursday night or something or like a lot of this news hadn't really hit yet some of the stuff we're going to go on to you know, the starfield and probably the halo season three stuff is probably some of the bigger topics for today and so really the only thing we had to talk about like the big news was the abk conference and i was like i have done this so many times yeah. I've, like 20 times i've made an abk thumbnail and i'm like i cannot be bothered where i go and get the image of it and i like cut around it and i put it on a shitty background and i say oh will it go through and yeah. i just couldn't be bothered so i just got a lemon and i pasted it <laughs> and that was yeah, it that <laughs> yeah I just Jeez, couldn't be bothered. Like you had an absolute <laughs> crisis on your hands you should have messaged me <laughs> help please that sounds awful <laughs> i need some support um and then as well just to like top it off i like went a little bit nuts in the description to try and like i don't know make sense of it i guess yeah what does it say have you got it open at the moment uh have you got the video like are you able no, to see the description I no i mean i probably can but i i, I don't have it open right now yeah d- don't, don't worry about it right now. It's because it's, it's stupid. It's stupid and I'm stupid for doing it, but it's just how I've, I've also had a very busy week. I'm delirious. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I could probably get it out right now. Starfield. Okay. Go on then. Go on. Humor me. Okay. Bearing in mind, this is when the thumbnail was a lemon. Originally, the thumbnail Bang, was going also... to just be a lemon, <laughs> and I had the below as a description. You might say that Xbox is being quite resourceful <laughs> by outsourcing, outsourcing its games to Ninty and Nvidia. Maybe if this proves to be a sourness of the problem with regulators it won't go south i like it surprisingly you did make that work like not not the worst but then i realized the no just imagine me (laughs) it's like a different paragraph i didn't see that i thought it just now just imagine me at half one in the morning and there's nothing I've got a sleeping baby next to me. My wife is sleeping next to me. And there's just the blue light of my Mac shining on my face. And I'm just typing like... 
some serious <laughs> going some south. serial I... killer vibes yeah no it is <laughs> it wasn't my best does it sour like a lemon okay yeah. starfield tim became the number one game on steam this week which is pretty good news um i can only assume this is because hogwarts just came out and sons of the forest that mm. sun's been like pop- that game's been popping off on Steam as well. Yeah, um, yeah, they always thoughts. Uh, kind of makes sense, right? You think? I mean, this is like, I feel like this is everyone's like, this is like everyone's successor to like Bethesda's next big RPG, right? This is this is what everyone is like. Oh, this is the, this is the shit they've been working on since Skyrim. You know, this is the shit they've been working on since all these beloved games we we we've known to love from this studio. Um, you know, so it it doesn't surprise me that it's that it's this high up on the charts. Um, well, number one. Um, yeah, because it's just it's just what everyone's been waiting for for a very long time. I think it's just this next installment in the big, massive, just RPG genre that Bethesda do so well, um, and uh, taking it in like a really cool different direction as well. It's not high fantasy anymore, you know. It's uh, like sci-fi and space and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I I don't think this surprises me at all. Um, in 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 all honesty. I'd say I'm a little surprised. And the reason is because, you know, maybe this is because I'm, I'm maybe a bit more plugged in to the like community sentiment and stuff. But there's been a lot of FUD, you know, a lot of fear, uncertainty and doubt around Starfield since the reveal. And, and this to me just kind of cuts through that and tells me like, ah, uh, that's a big, that's a vocal minority. And I know it usually is. But sometimes, especially when you get a lot of uh, like outlets reporting on something, it really gives you a sense that that's maybe the majority feeling, or that you know uh, that's how the majority of the community is feeling. But I, I don't think, to me, this just indicates that actually, regardless of oh, it's a thousand planets, and what if they're all procedural and there's nothing on them, and oh, mm. what if it's not running at uh, sixty frame? You know, the people don't really care, and actually, you know, a Todd Howard RPG is an event. Exactly. Um, you know, we yeah. haven't had since Fallout Four. Uh, there's nothing like it, really, is there? You know. No. Yeah. Exactly. I. Yeah. I think it just comes back to the point where it's just it's just what everyone has been kind of waiting for. You know, it's it's this big next next step um, for this studio that I think people still have a lot of trust in. Um, you know, to make these sort of games, and I think people still see them as the the pinnacle of of this kind of RPG. Um, so yeah man uh yeah to me it, it genuinely doesn't surprise me to, to to see it up there at all um and also hello timmer uh timmer asked a question how, how what's the number of players you think starfield will have uh what wh- what do you think is this like opening weekend timmer or just like what's we'll, we'll just say like opening Ooh, o- we'll just say like opening like <clears throat> few days what do you think? Mm, that's a good question. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what like other number, like Xbox numbers, did, but it's hard to say because these games are big on PC as well. Like Halo, for example, it's number one, 20... most wishlisted on Steam. It's gonna be. It's gonna be massive. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I think Halo did like 20 mil in a week or something, or maybe even just a week. Like Halo had big numbers very, very quickly. Mm. Um, I would expect this would be higher if it pulls with good reviews. Um, yeah. 
I'm just going to double check that number. You you tell me what you think while I check. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the same boat as you. I, I, I'm not really the sort of person that sort of gets lost in all these opening opening numbers for game launches and stuff like that. So I don't really know what constitutes just like a good number or a high number or anything like that. Um, but I'm just trying to think like, again, like what Hogwarts would have reached in like its opening weekend as well. But um, yeah. Oh man, that game's coming up to massive numbers. It's on like... So it was on like 800 million or something? Really? <laughs> no, am, I, am I being stupid? 800 million... No, I don't know, man. There was a number. It was 800... Million? 800,000? Someone will know. Hang on, I'm just going to double check. I'm so yeah. lost in my, in my typing on Google That's that I've fine. typed Halo Hogwarts. <laughs> Halo Hogwarts! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! Oh God, um, yeah, I, I, I don't really know. I'll just go ahead and say like ten mil, ten mil opening weekend. In the opening weekend, you think? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm not really a stats guy. Mm. Like I don't really follow that sort of stuff. Um, I know Timber, you're a massive stats guy. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see what you kind of think. It'll, um, it'll hit like sort of hype like peak play account for like his opening weekend or something opening couple days but yeah hmm. yeah yeah you know i know what you mean it's just um it's hard to pull out a number unless you have like a good frame of reference which is why i'm trying to but yeah, um, trying to find something i'm yeah. fairly sure <clears throat> I'm fairly sure. Um, oh no, ten million is a lot. Infinite. In the weekend, yeah, I reckon in the first week. Was even like Forza Horizon? I'll say three, three million. I'm going to go down a lot. Yeah, you're talking about weekend. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go like opening weekend, opening couple of days. I don't know when it releases. I don't know if it releases on a Tuesday, but we'll just say like, yeah, it's first. Open a few days. Uh, no, I, th- I think I think ten's pretty fair. I think I I would if, if the game reviews well, I think it could do ten in a few days. Yeah, Halo Infinite had twenty million players by January twenty twenty two. Apparently, oh, by January. Okay, so it was a couple of months. Okay. Yeah. No idea on opening. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, regardless, uh, Tim, I think it's going to be massive. Like I said, this is like the next just instalment on on the Todd Howard RPG, you know, is this ship, people have been waiting on this for a long time. Um, and with the amount this yeah. is hyped up, you know, I, I, mm. I wouldn't be opposed to saying like, this is not far on like a scale of hype between, you know, this and probably the next Elder Scrolls, like Elder Scrolls six, you know, hype is probably just as high. Like if you compare these two, um, you know, so it'll be big. 15 million. Yeah, they're comparable for sure. Tim, I think. Interesting. So. I, I would say I would say 10 mil in the week. It, I, again, I do think, I don't know, maybe I'm being silly. Sometimes sometimes I don't know if I give too much weight to review scores, but I, I think I think games more than any other medium are positioned to be more influenced by reviews 
because of how much of a money and time sink they are. Yeah, these days, that makes sense. Yeah. Like someone's more likely to look grab reviews for for a seventy quid game as because because of that. It's a bigger sink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's just so much better. Like there's so much like value for money um, these days um, with things coming to subscription services and stuff like that. I know it's on Games Pass. Um, and yeah, with the games releasing at like seventy pounds a pop, as opposed to being a lot cheaper back then, you know, pe- people are a lot more skeptical with their purchases and they wait on reviews and stuff like that. So I think generally that number will be lower. Um, apparently, Fallout Four did twelve million on day one. <laughs> so, um, but well, then, Fa- but then Fallout Three was like, uh, again, Fallout Three was like skyrim for a lot of people it was like pinnacle rpg like fallout 3 was like one of the biggest games like ever like in 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 the genre so um it's not surprising it's sequel to that sequel did that yeah yeah exactly uh this isn't a sequel so i don't think it will drum up as much hype off the back of like a an absolute cult classic of a game um so but yeah i imagine it'll be around 10 to 15 million like it's going to be massive um but yeah, God, I hope they don't fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> God, if they fuck it up, we still don't have a release date for it, do we? I think we're going to be nope. talking about this later in the podcast, is it, or something? Is there something? No, oh. we will. We will. We will. Um, I'm just trying to find the um, what channel would be best for this? Maybe IGN. IGN showcase. I'm trying to have a look at the view count for the um. The Starfield showing we had last year um, to get an idea for viewers. Um, so on the IGN channel, um, the current the the fourteen minutes of gameplay they showed at the showcase, you know, last year yeah. uh, is about five hundred k. So it's quite a lot of quite a lot of views. Funnily enough, their performance review has even more views, six hundred k. Kind well, of, it's because people love kind of pixel zooming, don't they? Yeah. Official gameplay reveal on the Bethesda channel is 4.3 million. Um, so, big reviews. I'm oh, sorry, big big numbers more on the views. And I reckon the um, showcase that they've got coming up is going to be massive. Like, Because I assume that they're going to show off a nice bit of gameplay, the RPG maybe some other things that we don't really know about the game yet um and they're also going to give us a release date and release dates tend to get more viewership because they're mm. more concrete right yeah either way i'm glad tim is here yeah. <laughs> to give us the numbers that's a stat machine yeah um we will be coming back around to starfield so if you're interested in that do hang around especially as we sort of speculate around this this showcase that's coming up, you know, whether will it be a developer direct, will it be a Bethesda showcase? And I ran a poll on this, Tim. I've been doing polls on our Twitter and the engagement's been good. <laughs> it's, really? been, it's been not bad. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's not been bad. Um, Great. So we'll come back around to that. Yeah, yeah, cool. thanks. Unless it's, is it 13 or 14 of your old accounts, is it? Nah. Don't know what you're talking about. It's not. Moving it's on. Time. No, okay, well, that's good. No, no, moving on. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> Minecraft is coming to PlayStation Plus in March. Oh, that's a weird thing to talk about. Why on earth are these gimps talking about that? You know why? Minecraft, uh, I, I should probably specify <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons is what I mean. Um, 
that's a first party game. Yeah. And you might recall um, Xbox drawing significant criticism from the regular them, you know, not sharing sh- shit with other subscription services. Not that anybody else does that with Xbox, but of course, Xbox have to do that with other platform services. You I know, mean, Xbox aren't making products. the 70 billion purchase, to be fair, but yeah. <clears throat> and so. I think there is something to be said here about Xbox wanting to butter up the regulators a little bit. And but the thing is, like, because obviously there's a difference between making big IP like Minecraft or Call of Duty of other platforms versus putting them on their subscription services. Mm. Like, they, like, Xbox has no incentive to do that, really. No. I, Definitely not. Because I, I would assume Xbox doesn't see any money that is made by a PlayStation Plus subscription purchase. Um, I mean, maybe they. I mean, they would in in regards to how many downloads, clicks, or playtime is is played on a certain game underneath a PlayStation subscription service. If it's owned by them, they will receive some form of of money from that like hmm. if there were playstation subscribers that just played minecraft two million people played it on release for 500 hours apart they're, they're not going to get zero <laughs> for that no they're, they're going to get money for that i guess it depends yeah or maybe sony up front you know paid a bit of money to get it on yeah um, that yeah so Either this is just straightforward economics or there is a little bit of sweetening here um, oh, because of the current regulator situation. Without a doubt, it's, it's to do with the ABK. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's not a second thought in my mind. Like it's, it's totally to do with that, yeah. It's like all the other, well, we'll talk about uh, later in the podcast as well, everything else they did. It, it, again, it's all in regards to just help pushing that deal through, you know, fulfilling on promises and, you know, that they've talked about doing in in, in the deal. So, mm. Yeah, it's a funny one. It's a funny old one. <clears throat> and then last up, kind of in the honourable mentions for the week, is the state of play. I just wanted to have a bit of a um you watched it no yeah yeah i watched it what did you think uh i thought overall it was actually it was actually pretty bad um i thought the suicide squad looked great um and i thought the boulders gate was kind of cool even though it's not really my vibe um i thought it was it was it, it's a pretty big it's a pretty big deal to get that like times exclusivity and to have that on your show and stuff like that. Uh, Cause I know Baldur's Gate is a very popular um, like RPG, I guess. Is it, is it just called an RPG or have they got like a different genre? Like there. Uh, it's like a CRPG. Yeah. Classic, classic okay. RPG. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, nothing really, nothing really blew me away on the PSVR light segment um uh i'm just trying to think of what else there was uh the rest of it was kind of nothing and a bit of filler so like there was a couple of big things in there but um yeah to me it wasn't it wasn't the best show to be honest um but yeah suicide quite a good 
<clears throat> well, you know, it's funny you mentioned Baldur's Gate because that's been subject of immense controversy, you know, since that came out. Well, since the, you know, since the trailer. Um, because obviously it was only announced for PlayStation 5. We all assumed, like you just did, that it was a timed exclusivity thing. But then everybody called up Larian Studios on a on an interview they did maybe a year, two years ago, and when they said that they're not going to do any exclusivity for Baldur's Gate 3. Um, mm. And then they replied, I think, on Reddit. I think they Reddit, and they said, uh, there's no exclusivity on this. You know, it's just... Um, essentially what appears to be playstation's marketing saying obviously they're not going to advertise it for the xbox series um but what they did say is well well, this is the thing i I, i'm speculating when i say that because what they did what they said was oh we just haven't gotten the split screen running to a, a good enough standard on the xbox yet that we were happy to announce it and there's been a lot of conversations around that this week and like, oh, is this because of the Series S and is that slowing down development? And that's why I think you're not crazy. I just think they needed a reason <laughs> to, to say Probably. they needed a reason for like why they weren't going to announce the PlayStation show. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, okay, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe it wasn't difficult to get split screen running on the Series S, but I, I don't think it's going to come out any... Like if they've committed to that no exclusivity, like with their community, I don't think... The Xbox is going to version is going to come out a month later. It either has a contract or it does. Like because also it doesn't make any strategic sense to release, like unless they do a PlayStation contract, which all these games do, where it comes out literally a year, two, three, four, five uh, later to the Xbox consoles. It doesn't make sense to stagger the release by two weeks. Do you know what I mean? No. They would just say, "Ah, yeah. we're just going to push back the multi-platform release by two weeks, so we're ready for the Xbox consoles." Um, because otherwise, the hype period will pass and people won't be able to buy it on their Xboxes, and that's money down the drain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was just it, like you said, it was just an excuse, probably, um, to just have it only with PlayStation's uh, logo plastered on it for the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it will probably release on both at the same time, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm fairly confident it will. Um, you know, yeah. unless there is some changing of money here, which it doesn't look like there is. You know, they're being up. You know, the Xbox split screen version isn't at the quality level that we want yet. And, you know, so mm. we weren't ready to show it, I guess. But, you know, yeah. we'll see. I mean, maybe this is maybe a good segue into that kind of conversation. I mean, we'll swing back around to the rest of the state of play. Um, but I, this has brought up a lot of uh, feelings again about the Xbox Series S, Tim. You know, we're like, how far into the gen are we now? Two? Yes, is that right? Yeah, just over two mm-hmm. years. Yeah. How, how are you now feeling about the the Series S? Um, you know, obviously when it was announced back in the day, there were a lot of commentators saying, "Oh, this is a mistake, not just for Xbox but for the industry, uh, because it's going to hold some games back." You know, and then a lot of people are drawing comparisons between like the technical uh, success of a lot of the PlayStation games because they only have to develop for one SKU versus maybe some of the ones on the Xbox series x and s um a lot of people feel that they aren't comparable you know subjective and with all of that in mind the series s nowadays um yeah i mean i've I've never had a problem with the <laughs> with the series s um from the moment it was released um to now um i think it's a a, a pretty good I thought it was a pretty good decision for um for Microsoft to do to be honest to make this slightly cheaper more affordable console 
um, for gamers that could still, you know, perform at a next gen level. Um, and I think when, you know, again, I don't know any of the technical details behind the developing of all this sort of stuff, but when, when you're kind of developing these games for series X and PS five, they all come with resolution and graphics modes anyway. So I feel like when they kind of make that, I feel like it's just a case of taking that sort of performance mode and adapting it slightly for series S like, um, I don't, I don't really think there's, there's much in it when it comes to, you know, it's not like they develop it. They develop the series X one first and then they've, they have to develop it from scratch again or really put in some work for the series s version i think it is just a case of just scaling down a little bit probably from the performance mode that they've already developed for the series uh x or something like that um or the or the resolution mode and just turning off like ray tracing and stuff like that and just getting that to run like uh, i i can't imagine it, it sets back um development that much um if i'm honest but I don't know, um, but yeah, I feel well, it's good. That that's kind of the crux of the argument, though, isn't it? Like, um, especially with Xbox's ecosystem now covering PC as well. Like, there are t- someone correct me if I'm wrong, but the figure that I've read is that there's approximately fifty percent of the PCs that are registered on Steam database are weaker than the series s specs so Hmm. when we're talking about games being held back surely if anything they're being held back by weaker pcs you know and this kind of um scaling games isn't anything that's new um i you know maybe it's the ram but typically like computers and gaming computers tend to have more ram than maybe the series s has access to these are the things i've read dota and the thing is once you start getting into the weeds of like specs of stuff, you start getting into theoretical territory. Do you know what I mean? It's... Mm. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> like you can tell me something as, because we look at like the whole PS five thing as well. Like on paper, we all thought the series X was going to come out on top on the, on the PlayStation five. And I think for the most part, it is coming out on top on multiplats. But there are some games where that's definitely not happening. And there's definitely some games where PS5 is performing better than the Xbox Series X in a lot of cases. Um, And, you know, you could maybe argue that that's because the PlayStation is the dominant console. More effort goes into polishing out marketing contracts. We've seen these contracts that have said, like, it can't perform better on the Series X than it can on, on our console. We've seen these contracts and might be standard across the board i don't know but like so it's hard to really pin it down to whether it's the specs or not but nonetheless you know i think when we tie this back into the series s conversation i think it's really hard to say if there is any sort of holding back going on and tentatively i you know i i want to say no still and i feel like there's a net benefit there right of getting more people in the door because it's insane value for money it's the game pass um you know i know people who are not really into gaming that much who are getting one yeah because it's, the value is so good mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure um but yeah it, it, it would be interesting to actually have that deep dive and and really just get the answer to whether or not you know things are slower to progress or things do perform slightly worse you know as a result of series s i mean the fact is we really just don't know 
Um, but based on the yeah. like, like like you said, the the evidence of like PC and all the scaling, this that's been going on since PC gaming has ever been a thing. You know, you can boot, you can buy Horizon on your PC and play it, and it kind of looks like shit if your PC is not running that great. But you can still play it. You know, they give you the options to do all of this still. Um, obviously, you're yeah, scaling it right. from a completely different tech stack. You know, maybe it's easy to build those scaling options on a PC platform rather than the Xbox. I don't know, but I can't imagine mm. there's too much in it. Um, and based on that, you know, everything else the Series S brings to the to the ecosystem is just it's just so good for 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 a user and a consumer. You know, from uh, like an entry level console being so cheap and then just picking up Games Pass and just hit the ground running so quickly with all these great games. Um, I feel like that outweighs any other potential harm it might be causing anyway so absolutely absolutely and you know just just speaking about that kind of that cost benefit of like you know sales or game versus performance it, it reminded me of the um <clears throat> the vg chart sales figures that came out for last month i think it was um and by god did the, the ps5 had to have a gargantuan um past month um I guess yeah. uh, stock came in finally, and you know I think that the the God of War, yeah, this is sort of picking up on the God of War train really, really kicked in. It outsold the Switch. That's how you know it did well. Switch still mm. sold really well, um, but it just had a very, very good month. Yeah, it did, and we did talk about that, didn't we? When we were talking about like sales numbers, like way back when, and we were just like, yeah like xbox yeah. level with ps5 and stuff like that and we were saying like we have a hunch that it's just because like stock is just not really available for playstation and we probably will see that number shoot up again um and yeah obviously we we were right i mean the the, the playstation is still the dominant next gen console i think out, out out of the two yeah you know xbox is still playing catch up by like quite some margin yes um so yeah yeah, and I guess that's kind of the interesting thing because catch up. Maybe that's a good conversation to have as well because, like, feasibly, like, how close do you think Xbox could get to catching up with with the PlayStation this gen? And I guess this kind of depends on what metric you're looking at because if we're talking about public perception or we're talking about something specific like exclusive games or if we're talking about, like, sales, like, I don't know, a sales gonna matter all that much you know especially if we're talking about people getting access to game pass through their tvs through their phones backwards compatibility you know people can cloud you know forward stream forward stream isn't a term they they can stream maybe it should be maybe i've just made it up you know you can forward stream next gen games um <laughs> forward stream, yeah. Yeah, man, quite. um yeah um so you know so in a sense that kind of uh you know they, it kind of cannibalizes their own sales a bit so i mean what do, what do you think like is it possible if like from this year onwards xbox has knockout year after knockout year knockout like do you think we could be at a stage by the end of the gen and the start of the next gen where the two are actually neck and neck or do you think that's still not really going to be possible uh i don't think it's going to be a thing uh especially for like hardware sales like you said with just the direction xbox is taking everything just making it accessible and like basically a lot of hardware that just isn't you know the the sole hardware that you need to play it like a playstation would be um xbox are definitely going down a route where you can play it on loads of different things 
Um, so I think it'd be interesting to compare the figures of like Xbox games, Xbox exclusive games, and their player count over mm. um, over PlayStation exclusive games like God of War and their player count rather than actual hardware sales. I think in that regard, you're probably going to see an increase, potentially an overtake to say like Starfield hit more numbers than Ooh. than. Um, than god of war or something like that you know potentially but that's because it's i feel like that's yeah. the figure you should look at because it's accessible in so many other platforms rather than actual hardware sales i think hardware sales will always be behind playstation i i i, I do believe that i think that's really interesting I, you know and i think i think that you know a little bit in their really strategy and say everything you just said again you had a lag spike oh did i oh yeah. shit um okay i'll try again um i think you're right because um these two companies have really diverged in their strategy um where playstation have stuck to the traditional console model of tentpole exclusives to sell consoles xbox are really more lowering barrier to entry making game pass accessible and that's mm-hmm. sort of it so you're right i think monthly active users really is is again the maybe more important metric yeah that we could be comparing by the end of the gen i don't even think you have to compare exclusives for that because you know like for example fortnite free-to-play game being streamable through the cloud and we saw that's done really well apparently you know that's a that's a win for Xbox, right? Yeah. Um, if it's in their ecosystem, if they're spending, if they're getting those V bucks, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, on the Xbox, that's money for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really interesting. You know, I, I find I find that really really interesting because every time we have this conversation or journalists have this conversation, it's always like, oh, look at the sales. Xbox is far behind. It's kind of like, well, yeah, no shit. I mean, Xbox. The console is part of the strategy. Don't get me wrong; it's it's a chunk, it's a large chunk of the strategy, but it's not the full strategy. Where it's no. whereas it's entirely PlayStation strategy. They have no other yeah. way of making money other than the PSVR two, and well, although they are not doing so well, they it? are starting to shift things into a, the PC ecosystem. Seeing Horizons and God of Wars eventually yes. make their way to PC. That's right. Um, you know, and maybe that's because they're starting to think the same thing. You know, like the you know the it the the numbers are in the ip you know the games the, the 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 monthly active users rather than the actual hardware sales um a little bit as well so but maybe they're just catching on a bit slow or maybe they're just trying to take some of that market share away um but yeah like yeah 100 percent. i think that's xbox's goal is when they sit down and have these meetings they're probably like you know let's not look at the hardware sales per se let's look at the ip sales let's get those as high as possible let's get these total monthly active users as high as possible right it doesn't matter what platform they're on it doesn't matter where they're playing it let's just make it accessible all round and if starfield hits 2 billion but only 250 million of that <laughs> is 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 on is on xbox hardware who cares starfield is That's a right. fucking absolute successful certified banger it doesn't it's matter how you're playing it play it on your fucking nokia it doesn't matter well, that's right, because, you know, like we had this conversation a while back too, um, and like it, yeah, in the year it was out or something, it only made 10 million sales or something. 
which which really isn't that many um mm. all things considered and i guess oh, like yeah, he's such a knife edge i feel like that traditional such a knife edge and i mean i guess we'll see you know we know playstation studios are working on a lot of live service games now um you know so maybe their approach changes over the rest of the generation as well um you know we'll have to wait and see mm-hmm. yeah indeed hmm. yeah it's just got me thinking it's got me thinking it gets it gets a, you know that sort of stuff <laughs> we don't like that we don't like to think Stop. <laughs> me see me react me monkey um yeah i guess that's fine we can come back to this a little bit when we speak about stuff get this so the i i guess um the the other thing the other sort of like station being around suicide squad yeah and i you know oh my immediate reaction on twitter was like oh it's actually was pretty good i uh, sent the same message to our friend group didn't i yeah. Um, and then as per usual, log off, have a look around the rest of the internet. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm offended. I'm Let me offended. guess, people were offended at the uh, store and battle pass tabs and <laughs> specifics. Yeah. You'd be right. And also don't forget, it's always online. I have Wi-Fi, they're all in submarines. Um, it's true. Yeah. In the Atlantic Ocean, so they can't play Suicide Squad. It's a shame. Yeah, that is rough. I guess they'll just suicide. It's hard for them. Not Suicide Squad. <laughs> I <Slid>. guess. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, I liked it. Uh, um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, uh, I, I, I'm in two minds because I watched it and I was like, this is fine. Don't get me wrong. The scene was like, why does everything have big purple testicles on it? Mm. Why? Like, why? Why does Boomerang Man how use guns as his primary weapon <laughs> but also boomerang captain boomerang looks the sickest out of all of them did you see some of the uh, yeah, shit he was doing with like the teleports and shit my god that character looks insane i feel like he was like the coolest yeah. by like a, a fucking mile over the rest of them <laughs> like the way he played but yeah i agree he's not using yeah. boomerangs yeah like I feel like thematically, you know, it fits Jed, Deadshot and probably Harley, but for sh- and Shark Boy, why has he got guns? He's like a big Hulk man. Yeah, I, I'd like he if he like ate stuff. people and shit like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dive into the concrete and like swim around. I can in the in the gravel, you know. Yeah, that could be kind like of that. cool. Yeah, yeah, like like a shark. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah. Like a yeah, yeah, like a shark. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. Overall, I, I thought that it, I thought it was a good showcase. I was like, I, like I, I'm I'm closer. I'm like, I wasn't very excited for it before, but now I'm like, oh, actually, it's on my radar. You know, it looks fun. Um, but mm-hmm. I think you know, yeah, I, it looks fun. I agree, and, and like more than anything else, like, it's really fun. Um, there's a lot of like. I saw a lot of people complaining about like weightlessness and like because a lot of the shooty shooting was in the air. But I was like, I think that's like that makes this stand out. Like it's, mm. I don't think it's taking itself that seriously. No. Um, I mean, maybe there's a bit of tonal disconnect with the cutscenes because some of the cutscenes were taking themselves quite seriously. But the story looks quite cool. 
overall, it just depends how it comes together with that sort of stuff. I mean, what were your th- kind of thoughts on, on some, of, some of what I just said there? Uh, yeah, uh, my thoughts were kind of exactly the same, to be honest. I thought it just looked really fun. And from like the moment I started seeing everyone jumping around and flinging themselves around the city and shooting shit and blowing stuff up and doing cool abilities, I was like, this is going to be fun Like to play this with four of my friends yeah. and just fucking leap around the city. Like, and uh, immediately I saw you message me. I forgot to reply to it, but I was even watching this with Tilly and I was like, it's kind of, it's giving me like a mix of like crackdown and like, um, and just like a standard, like third, per- third person shooter sort of feel to it, you know, like with this, with this mm-hmm. sort of skin on it, Suicide Squad skin on it. Um, and yeah, with how disappointed I was in crackdown three, this got me pretty buzzed that maybe this will, this will scratch what? that itch. Yeah. I know. I know Crackdown 3 was great and it, it really <laughs> utilized the power of cloud gaming. What? But I, it just... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Game of the year. Game of the yeah. decade. I loved hearing Terry Crews like shout at the microphone from 60 yards away. Why was he so quiet in that game? <laughs> I don't Why has nobody spoken about that? Why is nobody speaking about the fact that he sounds like he's put four pairs of socks over the microphone when he speaks? Is he, is he just really loud? Is he just a loud guy? Is that why? Yeah. Like, fuck it up, Terry, please. Yeah, they were literally the like, our options are we turn him up by one, like 0.1% and he peaks the mic all the time or we have him really <laughs> quiet. Like, there's no in-between. He's so loud. Um, but yeah, it, it, so... Yeah, it just to me it just looked like Lucy Goosey doesn't take yourself too seriously. Have a good time, blow shit up, and it, it just looked fun, man. Like it, it and it, it it looked like it had a, a level of polish to it as well. Um, the uh, Rocksteady, yeah, as well. Like it, it it didn't look jank like like some of these games can be. Um, so yeah, no, I was quite excited for it. I've always said I was quite excited for Suicide Squad. The whole Battle Pass store thing got me a bit annoyed. Uh, it's it's a full price game, but um, it's not yeah. the end of the world. The stuff's still optional. I'm sure there's still plenty to do in the game, plenty to collect and cool cosmetics as well. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. It's been on my radar and it continues to stay on there. Yeah, it looks good. Cool. Um, and I suppose the final kind of half of the conversation was around this kind of trend now, unfortunately, um, that has been rubbing people the wrong way of um, like four player cooperative games, maybe with a bit of an always online connection um, thing there as well. And, and you know, we've spoken about this before. We, we've ribbed on this kind of community sentiment before, but like just people being pissed off by co-op games all the time. Yeah, and like the only thing that the the the, the, the Twitter majority, vocal minority, wants to have is a gritty single player, grounded, third person action story driven. It's like, oh my god, yeah. please, we can we can have other games. It's yeah. it's okay. Like <laughs> we know you don't have friends, but some of us do. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, I, I do feel like that is a majority of gamers, unfortunately, and that's why a lot of these, a lot of these games, you know, they tend to fall into that, into that sort of routine of being that kind of game, like you were just saying. But 
I find it, you know, like these are the games that I'm looking for. These are the games I'm pushing through the fucking weeds to get to and to find these four player fun fucking co-op games and stuff like that. Because generally speaking, like 80% of my game time, I am in a party with friends and I want to play the same game as them. And I I, I want to be playing this game co-op. I want to be playing it multiplayer, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah again i don't think there's enough of them we've always said this like i think more are cropping up but we've always said that there's just not enough games that that, that do this sort of thing um and i think it's because yeah it's risky it, it genuinely is risky and it gets a lot of hate when it doesn't fall into this formula that everyone wants um but yeah i respect them for for doing it and and literally in the trailer as well they were literally just like yeah, you can play it solo, but it's much more fun to fucking smash up the city with four of your friends. Like, they literally said that almost, like, word for word without, like, the F-bomb. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, they've gone right out and said, like, fucking play it four-player. <laughs> like, get some friends losers. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's yeah. fine. It's, And I, I guess maybe what... Like, may, like, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Like, I guess maybe sometimes get to the community rub the wrong ways that these sorts of games do tend to have an association with like heavy monetization which is probably fair like a mm -hmm. lot of these four-player co-op games tend to be monetized instead of just being like a one-and-done four-player co-op experience you know in the same way that like monster hunter is right that, that's one of the few remaining ones that's just like you just buy it it's chock full of content and that's it you're not expected which, to pay for anything else there's no battle passes which i find i don't want to cut you off but i feel like that's kind of strange that the four-player co-op games are the ones that have the uh, the monetization, the, the the store, the cosmetics, and all that, like always shoehorned in. Do you not find that like really yeah. weird that they they go extra greedy when the fact, like, because it's a four-player co-op game, you're already incentivizing four separate purchases of four people to play it together, you know, over like a single-player game. And then they also shoehorn in all this stuff anyway. Like it's weird that the the game that kind of needs a higher entry of initial purchases also just tries to fucking get even more greedy. You you would yeah. You'd like to think that it would be the games that only have like the one off purchase, the single player games that try and get you that way and to get you to spend more. Um, it's weird. It's weird to me. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. And I think there's something said about, you know, like cooperative games and then like live service, like MMO like games like Destiny or Division. You know, I think that gets really blurred sometimes, like especially when you look at games like I, I'm like like this or like Outriders was another one where they were like staunchly before launch. Were like this isn't live service. But then it like kind of was because yeah. there isn't really a fixed definition of what live service is. It's like if you release one piece of post game game dlc is that now live service do you know what i mean and so mm. as a result i feel like publishers when devs are making this game these games there is kind of an idea that they want to support it for a little bit because there's going to be a community of people playing it but if it's kind of a four-player co-op rather than like a shared world thing it's then kind of like why would we want to keep keep replaying it borderlands is maybe another one that's kind of like standalone but then that became a live service -y. yeah and they said the same thing they're like it's not going to be a live service but like it kind of is 
which isn't yeah. a problem necessarily it's just it's just hard to define and i think those gray areas are what makes the community just immediately upset because because they can't pigeonhole it into one thing or another it's kind of like oh well if it's if there's more than one player and it's cooperative then it must be a live service games as a service sort of thing and that means i'm going to get you know uh unfairly swindled and pickpocketed and yeah 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 it's funny that that yeah it's weird um and the um some other sentiment i've seen you know is it's around but you know again in this kind of genre of games that i can't think of all that many in the few years but the ones that just come to mind are ones like back for blood outriders um yeah this arguably redfall coming up again redfall doesn't appear to be a live service it does have the online requirement but you can play they've heavily been like yeah that you we've balanced this around single player as well Mm. whereas a lot of these other games haven't necessarily done that yeah yeah and the the conversation has a little bit been around like triple a games making a game that's that was trendy five years ago but because they take so long to make time they come out there's a lot of community fatigue i mean what do you think about that about that kind of idea of games taking so long that by the time they come out they kind of miss their moment like i think that's quite interesting um yeah i do kind of think that does happen um and i do think that is I think that's probably what happened to to Outriders as well, um, a little bit. Like I I know that game had a a massive launch and stuff like that, but I think people dropped off pretty quickly when they realized. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Um, it was kind of the same as what a lot of other games do and what Destiny does and stuff like that, but kind of more shallow. And I think that fatigue like set in very quickly on that game. And they were just like, well, if we're going to play a game like this, which is quite similar in a lot of ways, let's play the one that's been around longer and is deeper and is, you know, not quite as, um, you know, it's it's not finding its feet as much. Um, so yeah, I do definitely agree that sometimes... Um, yeah, it just takes too long to develop and they kind of miss their mark with, with the popular stuff. Um, but then a game doing well, you know, and, and um, you know, a game doing, uh, being developed well in that area, if they, if they make it well enough, they shouldn't hit that fatigue. You know, I do think the, the, the fatigue hits because they have just tried to copy it. Um, where I feel like if you bring enough fresh ideas to the table and enough polish and enough depth and stuff like that, you won't. I don't think that fatigue is is a thing really. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a lot of people do just kind of copy paste with a different skin sometimes. Um, so, yeah. 
yeah it's interesting i like you know like quality quality is evergreen um and, and there's some types of games that will always have a long-standing appeal you know like just your standard single-player story game is never going to get old because that's the closest thing we have to a movie <laughs> yeah yeah Ori is the thing that's been around you know, uh, you're you know, it's closest thing to a book. You know, you know what I'm saying. So anything that I think diverges further and further away from that is going to be riskier. Hmm. Agree. I'm sure, there's more in that calculation somewhere. But yeah, no, it's just an interesting topic. Okay, right. I'm I'm really hot, so I'm just going to take this hoodie off right now. I'm like, yeah. Ting. Um, for some reason the sun's out. I don't know why. It hasn't been out in a long time. So. Um, I'm happy to move on to some of the main news here. So, yeah, Tim, just introduce the next topic for us, please, about Game Pass killing and cannibalizing Xbox. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is this is quite the hot topic for me to introduce. Um, yeah. So again, I don't really know too much about this to be honest. I think there were like articles that came out about this. Um, that um, let me just read through this uh given oh okay i mean to be honest man it was kind of a hard one to do <laughs> because i don't really know too much about this you've uh, covered it yeah yeah no not really um hey wacky uh, by the way. hello glad you could join us um, hi yeah, yeah no um yeah i mean i caught like headlines of this but i don't know too much like in, in like actual depth about this all i know is that yeah, I mean, outlets are saying Game Game Pass bad. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as as per. But yeah, you can, um, you can take it. Well, what yeah, what what happened was is that um during the um CMA, well, as part of the CMA investigation, there were documents in there that indicated that um uh, Game Pass cannibalize their you know their own uh, xbox's sales of games which is like yeah of course i mean like we've spoken about this before of this kind of idea that um there are some games that this is going to happen for and then there are some games where this maybe doesn't happen for and Mm -hmm. a lot of outlets jumped on this because back in like 2018 phil himself said you know when when game pass came out he was like well oh well you know we're actually finding that there's some games that are selling better on their own game pass which was like quite surprising to a lot of us and you know the context for that might have been that because game pass was new we're still buying their games while trying game pass or it might just be the case that there are just straight up some games that that there's a type of game that does still get bought um Mm -hmm. regardless of it being in there or not and you know the 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 whole thing was that a lot of as if it makes a difference to any of us like i don't give a shit if these games don't like don't sell i get them for an absurd value Mm. um but there's a lot of as as always there's a lot of and it's like you know we um games aren't selling xbox dead (laughs) xbox bad xbox dead (laughs) um Yeah. yeah so the but the 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 thing that i'm essentially trying to said that every game that goes in xbox um increases in sales that's not what he said i think he pointed to state of decay 2 and he pointed to forza horizon 4 at the time um 
it was never said that every game is going to sell more. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, I think that's very normal to assume that certain games are going to perform different to others inside of games pass. Like you said, um, like, I feel like if you chucked in like a, a party game into Xbox, like a party animals or something like that, or something that, you know, encourages multiple downloads of friend groups to all hop on and play it at once. You know, those sort of games, um, games that maybe have like a battle pass and store transactions as well as their their way to profit. Those sort of games are going to probably hit a little bit harder on Xbox than 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 others. Um, yeah, no, I think it's it, it's absurd that how generalistic they were being with the whole thing when it's probably only a couple of outliers and they're just like they're killing themselves they're committing harikiri on themselves every time they put a game into (laughs) into games pass uh which is absolutely not the case i i feel um i saw everybody jumping on it though tim regardless <laughs> oh mate it was everything yeah it was it was literally everything yeah yeah game pass cannibalizes sales and i just it's just irritating man because like people do see this stuff and i, I don't know why it, there's this real fascination with like the economics of xbox's approach like because they're giving such good value and for some reason the dominant conversations are always like oh, Xbox is, how much money is Xbox made? When will the price go up? It's not just like, this week you're saving three grand. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, like, it's tiring. Yeah, it's just, just like, like, oh, when will it get worse? Yeah, it's almost like, what, what, what do they want? Are they trying to get Phil to start charging us more? <sighs> like, come on, stop. Yeah. Like, Phil's eventually just going to snap me like, fine, fuck it. X games pass is yeah. four hundred pounds a month. You fuckers, <laughs> we're gonna rake it yeah. in because that's apparently yeah. what, what, all all that matters. Yeah, yeah and the only game that's staying on there is Peppa Pig. Yeah, and my upcoming that's cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, Phil's favorite title, and it, you know it's interesting. It, you know it is a bit time because having a look back at the interview that he spoke about you know initially when game pass first came out and he gave a lot of those answers he said number one subscriptions won't dominate games distribution it's more about choice still true game plus game pass subscribers play more games and they play more genres you know it's a discoverability tool which personally i don't think they lean into enough in the marketing department maybe that's just hard to market but i know i've played games that i maybe wouldn't play um without them for sure um and that's been mm. that's been Amazing. wonderful you know I've, I've said on the podcast loads of times it's been transformative in the way that i play games i even if i don't finish games i try some um and i'm glad i got to because games have a really high um barrier to entry these days and you know where we're lucky we're in this timeline where games are kind of affordable and like commercialized in the sense that we can have them in our own homes like there, there's some where games got more expensive and platform holders decided this isn't feasible. We don't like front-loading. We don't like taking a loss on console sales and then being reliant on software sales. So we're just Mm going to make 
Xbox arcades and PlayStation arcades, and you can go there and you can play these big games for five quid an hour. Do you know what I mean? But there's mm. some timeline where that happened. Um, yeah. So I just think it's really good that we we have this low barrier to access way to try games. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that that's the gist of it. But um, it, it's old news by now. So you know, <laughs> tired of. Um, I just thought it was a a bit silly how quickly everybody was willing to jump on it and also the word cannibalize yeah. was, they used it in their own documents but very extreme it just, seems, it just seems, it feels like an extreme word <laughs> and, and this like fucking because everything's in the context of fucking acquisition like nothing can be trusted anyway and that you know like because what we're going to get around to just now is like a lot of stuff they said at the conference this week they um, was like oh worldwide the market share is like 80 to 20 from PS PlayStation to Xbox, which mm. obviously ties into our conversation earlier about will Xbox catch up by the end of the gen, depending on how you define catch up. Um, so, yeah. Funny stuff. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> funny. Depending on your perspective, very funny. Alright. I didn't think I saw anybody talk about this, but I, I grabbed one of Double Fine's new games. Um, they're working on two unannounced projects at the moment, and one of them might be a game called Kiln, K-I-L-N. Mm-hmm. Tim, if you could share maybe the screenshot that's um, one of the screenshots. I've changed my mind about playing the video because it might not be for public viewing yet. <laughs> like, I don't want to get tracked, like copyright strike. Um, okay. So, so maybe just a screeny. Oh, what like the like in the actual one with document. the title on it? No, just the one in the um in the notes is good. The little weird pot men and the kiln in the bottom left corner. Uh, okay, so literally just like with your your actual screenshot you put in the dark. Yes, 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 please. Oh, why is that not? Um, and I just wanted to. Oh, well, you just figure that out while I will go over it. Um, I um. Yeah, I didn't see anybody really talking about this. Um, I, I guess maybe it's a bit... What it appears to be is a multiplayer team-based brawler with a focus on creating unique player-sculpted characters, physics-based animations, and, and destruction. And that's a summary from Idle Sloth, so thank you, Sloth. Um, and I had a look at the gameplay for this. I'm sure you can find it if you just Google Kiln Double Fine Project. Um, there appears to be some prototype gameplay flowing around. Um, it looks really interesting and really funny. You're like little pot men. You like shape your own pots. Like it spins around and you properly shape it how you want because it's physics based. And then you've got to like fill yourself up with water and get it from one side to the other. And obviously, depending on how you shape your pot, you might, the water might fly out more, but you might be more able to deal more damage. Um, it, it seemed like a very double fine idea. <laughs> um, and I think. The last multiplayer game they did was Costume Quest. That was Double Fine. Did you know that? Did uh, I didn't know Costume Quest was Double Fine. No, no. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, those fun. are considered good games. That was. Yeah, it was, it was quite big. I think. I'm trying to double check, Max. I always, I always get scared when I make, you know, uh, statements like that, and then I get scared. Yeah, it is. Okay, Double. It's good. Um. So it might be the same team, you know. Um. But it looks cute. It looks cute, man. Um, yeah, it does. What I mean, do you think good. about little games like this? Um, Bleeding Edge. Bleeding Edge. Rip. Rest in peace. 
It's, it's gonna, it's assault. gonna, it's gonna be another bleeding edge. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, it, it, it makes me think of bleeding edge. You know, with the fact that they say it's a multiplayer team based brawler and stuff like that. You know, that kind of makes me feel like it might be like similar to that. Obviously, I don't think they'll be like classes and shit like that. But like, yeah, it just it sounds like a cute little funny, um, unique party game. Party game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if I know Double Fine, you know, that's that's kind of the niche that they nail is just making just kind of wacky but fun games. Um, you know, it'll, it'll, yeah, looks pretty cool to me. Bring back pie games. That's what I say. And, you know, it is really funny because like these, this sort of stuff is out of fashion for everyone that is <laughs> like Nintendo will make just the most ridiculous Mario games that somehow work other than mario golf you know the one that i bidded for on my fantasy critic last year and lost lost loads of points on um but other than they just do all sorts of ridiculous shit don't they um and and they managed to sell you know aside from the obvious parties probably the biggest one like, it's probably the biggest party game out there um but it's just it's quite a strange concept nowadays to have a first party studio make a party game <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah that is a bit odd um but yeah, I feel like maybe they've just they've just given Double Fine the 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 option to just be like, yeah, we we trust you, you know, pump out whatever you want, you know, you kind of deserve this this respect, this trust, you know, that you've since you delivered Psychonauts two and it was such a banger. Uh, go ahead, have a go with it. Yeah, absolutely. And then maybe let's open this conversation up to to you, Tim. And- well like how do we now feel like given you know we've had a couple of first pies now um that have been a bit more on the experimental side a bit more on the smaller side and, and again it may be a bit more unconventional in what you'd expect first party studios to make um how do we kind of feel about that now that we're a couple of years into this you know uh pentiment is one example um maybe I mean, maybe Bleeding Edges. I mean, that was in development so long before the acquisition anyway, so I'm not I'm hesitant to count that. But you know what I'm saying. Like, Xbox seems to have, like, be positioning themselves in, in between Nintendo and PlayStation in terms of having, like, mm-hmm. big tentpole, technically impressive releases. But then also, like, here's a load of other wacky stuff you can play on mm-hmm. Game Pass, and that's from our, our teams. Like, are you feeling good about that, or would you rather they just eliminated a lot of these and double down on the big stuff? Um... Yeah, I don't I don't really know to be honest. Um I feel like it's a little bit of both because I feel like a lot of these wacky games that have come out from these studios um and you know ones that may be pushing the boat out from their regular formula, they haven't really sat too well with me like personally. Like I don't really feel like I want to boot up and play these games, but then I'm also not the guy that's just like, "Oh, they didn't make a game for me, so I'm mad," you know. Like I still appreciate, yeah. you know, it for its art form and what it's doing, and it's getting great scores. Fantastic! I'm I'm always up for developers having the chance to be creative and try new things, even if I'm not going to buy it or play it. Um, so I'm kind of a little bit one foot in and one foot out at the same time because I would also mm-hmm. like them to spend time on games, you know, that I would play. Um, but I'm definitely not against it, like that's for sure. Um, and there's been um i ha- i think i had one in in mind that i was literally... I mean, oh, well, grounded I was... and you could maybe argue high uh, yeah high fire rush was the one i was going to talk about yeah yeah 
Um, I literally yeah. just thought of it as you did that. Yeah, Grounded, I've had a great time with. Uh, again, something that, you know, probably wouldn't have happened potentially without the, 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 the acquisition. Or it definitely would, it might have happened, but to a much smaller scale. And then maybe it would have died in its alpha or its beta or something like that instead of having, you know, more injected into it to have it, you know get to a full release and 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 all the content it has to to this day uh and, and hi-fi rush definitely being one as well you know tango gameworks have never made a game like this at all you know all they do is make fucking nope. edgelord horror games evil within sort of stuff um <laughs> they probably went to microsoft about this and they were probably like this <laughs> it's a little bit weird guys like the concept of this is nothing like you know we've ever seen you do and but they were confident they'd pull it off and they, you know, might got the the green light on 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 this project or as a result of that. And it turned out to be an absolute freaking banger, you know. Hi-Fi Rush was yeah. incredible. Um, you know, some of this we might have not seen. Um obviously that's quite a hypothetical thing to say. You just don't know, but like we're only in the position we are, we can only speculate. Uh, so yeah, I'm I I'm I think I'm more for it. But I definitely have a little bit of a foot in against to just be like some of these games don't sit well with me, and it would be nice just to see you uh, finish avowed, <laughs> finish avowed. <laughs> yeah, take double fine off kill. Oh Did yeah, but we hand them over. To- no, no. I mean, we're talking about other studios as well. We're talking Obsidian was an example with Grounded. Yeah, yeah. If Grounded never existed, maybe we'd have avowed by now um stop it was that there was that article which was that wasn't it about was it about grounded where they were like stop working on grounded and finish about <laughs> oh well, yeah no it was um yeah i think it, 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 maybe it was i it was think it was like on that. grounded yeah. it, it was literally like leave grounded and focus on finishing about and it was just like oof. yes Yee. it was ryan ryan mccaffrey's one of his weak moments uh, yeah. <laughs> otherwise generally a good Xbox reporter, but he had a weak moment there. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's crazy. I think because I think he even said take people off the Avowed team as well. Just get Obsidian off all their projects and get them on uh, Elder Scrolls. I think they said. Oh, was it that? Okay. Uh-huh. I, th- I think that's what he said. But yeah. Um, well, that's interesting to hear. That's really interesting to hear. You know, I'm sure a lot of the community feels similarly. Um, I, I just think it's it's quite interesting that they are taking this kind of in-between approach because obviously while Nintendo do make some of their bigger games, I mean, I'm hesitant to even call them AAA. I mean, they is silly. I mean, that line is so silly and blurred now. It's so nebulous, isn't it? AAA, double A. Because some people use that as qualifiers for like what Xbox is allowed to use to say it's had a qual- like a good year, like with quality. Um that's like oh how many triple a's it's like what does it fucking matter good games are good game man like i i would like i said i don't are any of nintendo's game hitting that they're the ones that are selling like 200k a month do you know what i mean they're like they don't really need that that to succeed so um it's just it's just this funny old thing and yeah like you said some of these more i mean i'm hesitant to even call them experimental with grounded experimental i don't it's just a good survival game with a really interesting aesthetic yeah really, isn't it it's just a solid um yeah and hi-fi rush and it you know you could argue do you remember we had this conversation like a lot of people really 
wanting to take credit away from xbox because when a game succeeds because they're like oh well it was in a development before the acquisition yeah, it's like yeah. are we ever going to get past this like <laughs> it's yeah. like well i found skin you know with a scribble on it in the toilets last year so technically yeah. it was in development before the acquisition i ordered a chai latte and that's the name of the character the first name of the character in hi-fi rush so i'm pretty sure yeah. cafe nero had this idea a long time yeah. ago <laughs> but um yeah not that's not xbox's success yeah no I, I i i do know what you mean um yeah and and yeah that line is becoming increasingly more blurred with AAA and double a because triple a titles can look like anything these days um you know they, they they don't need to be your blockbuster third party third person um action adventure story driven you know or like just a, a all-in multiplayer game you know they don't need to be these things anymore they can really look like anything so um and i i prefer to live in a gaming world like that um you know there's 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 lots more variety out there so and god knows i probably need to expand my horizons i'm just being a stubborn little bitch um so yeah <laughs> uh, a couple comments from uh Joaquin. Joaquin says letting their teams make small games is a good way to retain employees while also adding value to games pass um yeah no, i agree yeah it's a, it's a really good point I, I listened to a couple of the interviews so yeah who was the pentamon and he was essentially like if they don't make this game i'm going to threaten them with leaving <laughs> and yeah. i you know they is again quite vague like the obsidian time was it after the acquisition i think it did happen around the time of the acquisition so you know it's sometimes some devs want to stretch their creative leg their you know the creative legs yeah as an expression yeah i mean yeah yeah <laughs> at the end of the day you know these developers are human as well and they, they they don't want to just keep making the same shit over and over again. They're going to get bored of that and they're going to go somewhere else that allows them to be more creative or something like that. You know, to keep them happy, to keep them working well, you know, it's good to put them on other projects, you know, passion projects, because, you know, the best work comes out of people when they're passionate about what they're doing, you know. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree with what with what Wacking said. Um, and then he also says your mic is cutting in and out a little bit, Dex. He says it's not that bad, but it's noticeable. Wacking, we are aware of this issue. Dex's laptop runs like a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> so sometimes he does. Uh, it hasn't been that bad That's this so show. Um, but I, I, I don't know what it is, but you do cut out every now and again. Um, does it does it sound like it's lag or does it sound like it's my microphone? I do you know, like, any idea? It's hard to say. I don't think it's your microphone. No, I don't. I, I don't think it's your microphone's just like not picking you up sometimes because you're not moving around when you talk. You're not talking straight into it. You're very loud and you're very clear. Uh, it just seems to. I think it's just a case if your your computer is just lagging. It's not working. Um, uh, Wacking says not not lag. Uh, it, I, it's not internet not connection. Lag. I just think your, your laptop's just kind of chugging and keeping up sometimes um but okay we well i've just i because what, what i have done historically i fiddled around with the you know, uh, input sensitivity like to make it not automatic so i've just turned that off again so okay. i'm gonna fiddle around with that just to 
I think that's really screwed with things before. Anyway, we'll see how that goes. If, if it doesn't sound like it's internet, that's good. It shouldn't be. My internet's fine. I'm like wired into a power line adapter. I even got a power line adapter for for this. Yeah. So. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think connection-wise, you're fine. Because you'd, you'd be like blurring out and stuff like that with so your video. Your video's been clear as anything. So it, it right. wouldn't just be audio. Um, but yeah, we are aware of it, Joaquin. And we do apologize for any technical difficulties. Yeah thanks man all right cool well see how it goes um this and this is how weak the news was last week i had a, a, a topic for the search bar being updated <laughs> on, on the xbox ui i'm not talking about this i refuse no we're not talking about this we've got better things to do with our lives let's just go talk chat, about the fucking like yeah, well, this is like that's actually a really good point. But secondly, like this is one of the few times where I've been making notes for this podcast, and I've been like, "What am I doing with my life?" <laughs> you crossed it out, and just put boring. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like talking about a search bar, like oh my god, how... I've got so many better things I could be doing. <laughs> yeah, that's for real. Um, Okay, let's have, let's move on to Halo Infinite. Uh, season three trailer dropped. Tim, uh, I've got the link for you. It will take you to Twitter. Just have that running in the background while Yo. we have a little bit of a conversation about this. I just want to talk about the timing um, of this. Whacking literally just commented. Yeah. <laughs> you guys seen the Halo trailer? It looks dope. We got you covered because <laughs> it's literally in what sync. we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so what am I doing? Yeah, man. Uh, just just open the link. It'll take you to Twitter. Just have it running in the background. Obviously mute it because twitter likes to just if you yeah, click on it it's just like oh you want you want sound yeah you want sound at 100 percent, even though your pc set to 20 <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> thanks elon absolute ledge uh oh, yeah, why don't you get rid of that not used to mac um, keyboards uh right having to switch so in mac essence keyboards is rough dude horrendous isn't it yeah because i've got a um i've got a windows key- keyboard that i usually use for if i'm working from home or for the show sometimes um and like the the mapping is all fucked do you know what i mean so like what's on the windows keyboard it corresponds to what's on the mac yeah rather than the other way around so like hmm. and why are they in different places like who yeah. made that why is speech marks in different places just keep yeah. it uniform and like the at symbol is what just... gets me the, the app symbol yeah, the is, oh yeah, my God. fuck me, that gets me every day. And I switch to it I like almost on the daily. <laughs> I, I have to switch um, between Mac and Windows, and my brain, it, it just can't keep up, man. It's it's, it's like a fucking curly-whirly. All right. <laughs> what a sweet. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm playing the trailer. Thanks, man. Um yeah, in essence, we knew this was coming. Um, we've had we we knew ages ago that season three is due to start at the beginning of March. Um, they released the trailer in the middle of the HCS, you know, the competitive scene stuff. Um, it's only two minutes long or something. Um, and you know what? Looking, look looking nice. Fire. Uh, full disclosure: I haven't seen this yet. So, all right, well, go on. Um, you just have your. Uh, the, you have a look. The fucking cosmetics in the first like ten, fifteen seconds look absolutely fire. I, I just think they look a little bit goofy, but I like not bad. Like, goofy. <laughs> I, I I like that sort of stuff though. Um, like I I like 
having a mix of goofy and serious armor sets. Like we have serious armor sets, so give us some more like wackier looking ones. Um, I think some of them are like Halo Four, Halo Five armor sets. I think that might be why. Yeah, uh, yeah, those were goofy as fuck. Those armor sets for sure. Yeah, actually, now I saw that one. It actually in action, it did look a bit weird. The one with the two red <laughs> eyes. Yeah, it looked a bit weird. He looks like <laughs> yeah. fucking Cabal from like Mortal Kombat. It looks a bit odd. <laughs> <laughs> oh yo that that um that map looks sick the the one where it looks like a desk it's like a it's like a room there's like a chair and you're fighting at a keyboard the art room one yeah yeah that looked really cool <laughs> that's interesting well there is currently a community playlist in the game with, with just five forge made maps but they feel like dev made maps like they're they're amazing they're really good hmm. um Hopefully they just integrate these into a wider map pool. I, I feel like they're, I guess that's maybe what the playlist is for. So they can try let get a bit of feedback. And then if they're happy with all of them, just dunk, just dunk them into the map pool. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it, we actually, good. good. Yeah, we, I, we managed to, us and our friend group actually played this the other day. Yo, no way. Yeah, yeah, how, no, how, way, no how way. Was everyone, how was everyone vibing with that? um everyone mostly sucked <laughs> okay but got it, was, it was a decent okay. time but yes i mean that did eventually happen yeah um yeah yeah so i mean it, it's a summarize there's three new maps with a fourth coming as well there seems to be a plaza remake which is like that was like the flagship map for halo 5 if you remember it it has like the sniper in the top corner and there's like a street it looked like a street um, mm. seems to be a, a forge made version of that map coming as well but three new maps on day one uh escalation slayer which is essentially halo's gun game um they had it in master chief collection um and then the shroud the shroud screen equipment the bandit new 100 level battle pass um and then some new um multiplayer narrative stuff and this narrative stuff actually looks interesting it, <laughs> it looks like these are being done these are actually like pre-rendered CGI. Some people have speculated that it was Blur doing the cinematics, but we're not sure yet. Blur being the team that did um, the Halo 2 anniversary uh, cutscenes, which still look absolutely impeccable. Yeah. Um, yeah. But these cutscenes look really good. It seems to be a bit of a follow-on from what happened in the last season, but with a bit more um, substance that Spartan Din has been affected by the um, the brute AI, Neratus. Mm. Um and the speculation is that this is going to lead into the introduction of the infection mode at some point, but this is the way that it's going. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and there's been a lot of positive chatter. There hasn't been a lot of positive chatter around Infinite for a while, but it's it's kind of getting there. Like, Forge has picked up momentum now. Um, there's maps in the game. There's finally new sandbox editions coming. Um, and this is only meant to last until, like, mid-June. So it sounds like the seasonal cadence is is down, and there's been lots of leaked stuff as well. Um, loads of cool maps. One of them's like a BTB like crystal farming map, which is like where they farm the, the crystals for the needler. Mm. Looks great. You can shoot the crystals and they blow up. Another gun, Tim, a double-barreled shotgun yeah. in wow. Halo. That's cool. um, I don't I don't know if it's like a, a power weapon, but it, it not only that, it has a mini grav ham attachment on the bottom. It's like a banished. So it's like this clunky fucking thing and it's got like this gravity hammer and you can melee people and it bashes them back. Oh, that's How cool. How cool is that? That's very cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
so that's i mean presumably that's the season four thing but season four is only june you know this so like yeah. if they get this if and this is why i kind of want to take this conversation to to you in the chat as well like do we think infinite has a chance to recapture a wider audience um maybe you know maybe not season probably not season three probably not season four but maybe five six you know when we're at the end of the year and it's season six and there's another two three weapons in the game there's like you know the map pulls up to like 25 three more pieces of equipment loads of new armor because like do we think halo has a chance to recapture a bit more of a wider audience or player count uh i do think it it, it does yeah i mean this this trailer like genuinely genuinely is kind of making me want to play halo infinite like um i haven't said that for a very long time um i was adamant i would not return to halo infinite probably in 20 even in 2023 um at least the first half of 2023 um and just seeing this and knowing that this drops very soon and in three months we'll be getting something of equal size you know maybe even more and more cosmetics and stuff like that and then knowing these battle passes are also timeless you can go back to them whenever you want you can question can you purchase them whenever you want or do you have to buy them in that season and then you can go back to it no you can access them anytime you want you have to buy them if the season is expired okay so i could not play season three for example come in at season four with when it's got another battle pass um and i can buy the season three one even though i never purchased it during season three okay cool yeah that's fine yeah um yeah and you know with all these battle passes stacking up and all these cool cosmetics and stuff like that um yeah man i i I can genuinely see it recapturing um an audience there um especially if this is what they're focusing on uh and especially like cool fucking weapons like that like that's that's what we want like we want that double barrel like as, as cool as this like new gun is that's coming in season three i mean it's it's still as far as an addition to the sandbox is kind of a boring one right it's it's cool but it's not the most exciting gun on the planet a fucking double barrel shotgun with a a kind of midi repulsor built into the bottom of it i'm i'm logging in to pick that up like that's cool that's cool as fuck that um, is cool i agree so yeah man um it's, it, and, and maybe it's just the fatigue coming in from me on Overwatch a little bit and and Apex. You know, recently I've even been kind of fancying playing Apex again. So, you know, who who knows? Maybe it's just my general fatigue to try something new. But it's kind of making me want to come mm-hmm. back already. So, yeah, that's good. I'm happy for it. Good. Yeah, good. Happy to hear it. Yeah, no, it's a good old time. And, and it's, it's really interesting because there's clearly a lot in the pipeline. A lot of stuff keeps getting leaked for Halo. And I don't know if this is like intentional controlled leaking. Like if there's just someone, you know, in the corner of the office, just <laughs> like yeah, his leaking job. stuff. He, he's, um, the, he's the senior leaker. That's his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Senior um because it's working at least with the hardcore community like on twitter like, like you know there's definitely there's there's hopefulness being inspired in the, in the community you know um 
and it's a really well-rounded package now i just think they need to and don't get me wrong like it's not perfect there are some things that need to be ironed out still um i still think it's really weird how the game reacts to quick resume like stupid it still shits itself generally you know you can get around it like i've always said you know if you go back to the main menu and go back into multiplayer it generally sorts itself out but like this shit shouldn't be happening with halo no um you know it's a shame that by the sounds of it, there's no campaign DLC in the works for now. You know, there's all the controversy around the Unreal Engine versus Slip Space. What's kind of happening next, if there is anything happening next. Um, but it's in a damn good place. And every time, like, goddamn, when you pick the game up and you load in, it just it just feels great. It looks great. It's so crisp. Mm. All the sounds are great. Um and even the sandbox feels good. There's been loads of balancing and tuning since, you know, if you haven't played the game in a year, there has been quite a lot of balancing and tuning now, like Plasma, uh, plasma Rifle? Mm. Yeah? The, the little burst fire. Um, uh, you know, you yeah. know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Plasma Rifle. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Way better now. Actually okay. legitimately good to use as a sidearm. Um, plasma Pistol as well has had a good buff. Disruptors had a little bit of a buff. Grenades have been nerfed. Um, good commando's been tweaked a few times so's the br just across the board you know so things feel a little bit different um and i just hope that they can really stick the landing with season three because they've got a good chance to bring some people back because especially i I think this is the the good thing about how they've positioned themselves with these the battle pass system is that when people come back as you once described it back on the show they get to kind of open that sticker book and they get to be like oh wow i don't even have to do this battle pass right now Mm. you know i could do i actually prefer the one from last season and i wasn't there and wow look at all this you know by by, like i said by the end of the year when there's six seasons and there's all of this you can just kind of open that up and and pick and choose i kind of love the idea that i've already i've missed like a couple battle passes but I know that when I log back in, I can buy the new one and I can also buy a different one and I can just level up whichever one I'm sort of vibing for um, and just be like, oh, I didn't yeah. realize I missed out on this. So this is actually really cool. Yeah, like um, you don't feel like you missed out, um, which is really cool. And, and that's what's kind of annoying me with Overwatch at the moment. I really wish Overwatch had that because right now I'm not in the best place to sort of play that game and grind out the battle pass, but I fucking feel like I have to do it a little bit. And it's... It's kind of annoying, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I kind of completely agree. Um, quick one: Do we have the career leveling in this game yet? Is that a thing? Account uh, level? There's no career. No, there's no account level yet. Uh, it sounds like it's either coming this season or at the beginning of season four. Okay, and that also means no stats yet. All cut the stats will come with that and everything. Okay. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like that needs to be in the game, yeah, really. Yeah, shit's um, fucking basic. I say that, but like we've been playing, <laughs> we've been playing Overwatch for the last three months, and that doesn't have anything like that. And Apex caps out. I, I guess they've just introduced their new system, haven't they? Like in the last few months, where you level up per per character, mm. per legend. But for the longest time, we were capped out five hundred, and that was it. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but you know, at least you had that initial five hundred yes and never existed yeah 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 thing. definitely um yeah but yes absolutely. uh yeah i agree and yeah overwatch could use tweaking it too but yeah no cool man really cool trailer um yeah kind of kind of buzzed glad you liked it kind of buzzed. good all right well let's just see what we've got because i appreciate we're probably coming up to two hours now aren't we yeah we're two hours. yeah we are we're 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 literally approaching the two hour mark so yeah all right 
Well, let's speed run past the final two new uh, stories and we'll... Um... And then we'll finish off with the ABK stuff. So the first one was the Forza Horizon 5 Rally Adventure, the second expansion for the game. Um, I think has it... Oh, I actually don't know if it's just come out or just been announced, sorry. Um, but it's it's like a rally expansion. You know, you go through like um, off-road tracks. Uh, there's 10 new cars. Um, they describe it as Horizon's most thrilling routes ever. Sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be up that game every now and then just drive around <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I see it i haven't done it for a while but um yeah i used to do it yeah like like i i used to boot it up for just half hour 40 minutes drive around do some stuff yeah, yeah man yeah i yeah. always have it installed i like i always yeah. sometimes when i'm making room on my console to download a new game i i always keep it like i i i never fling it off and that's saying a lot considering it's like a hundred fucking gig so yeah 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 that's it yeah yeah, it does. It occupies my hard drive space all the time. Um, and then the second uh, bit of news is that Shinji Mikami has left uh, Tango Gameworks or announced it. Um, and details of this remain a little bit vague. And I'm going to be trying optimistic and lean into the the narrative that he's been talking about retiring for a couple of years and that this is a retirement, but in his statement and in Bethesda's statement, it doesn't say he's retiring. It just says he's leaving. Mm. Um, so, you know, it, it, there was talks about him wanting to make sure the new guard was ready to sort of take over. Um, and he was worried about leaving before the studio was ready to run itself but uh, so you know the speculation is that now maybe with the successful release of hi-fi rush and the acquisition that he feels the studio isn't going to disintegrate without him because he founded tango mm. um before it got acquired by bethesda and then meta acquired <laughs> i guess acquired yeah. in proxy via xbox um so essentially to boil it down if he's left because he's, he's happy with the way that the studio set up that's a good thing you know, ultimately, he's a talented guy, and it's a shame that he has to leave now. But if he's if he's happy, if he is happy with how it's being run, that's a good sign, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, if he's leaving because he's going to go and boot up his own indie studio, not the best. That's a bad look. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad look. <laughs> it's a very bad look. Yeah, because I'm sure they have other stuff in the works as well, and maybe he was uh, maybe he's leaving for a specific reason. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely, it just depends. Right right now, I think you, you can only take it as it is. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it becomes an L to, to say if he yeah boots up his own studio or joins another studio as like a director or like a very high level or something like that, then it, it sort of manifests into a, a fat L. Um, and, and Xbox have had like a, a, a kind of a bit of a, pattern with this haven't they where like people people leave after after xbox uh microsoft acquire them <laughs> um so yeah let's try and nip this one in the bud a eh, uh philly just giving the extra 100 grand come on man yeah it's no biggie um yeah satya nadella makes like 60 mil a year i'm sure he can you know give a bit more out of his pocket so yeah supposedly and like you said I, th this is the thing yes it plays into the wider narrative maybe 
that Xbox is having a talent drain after acquisitions. And, you know, then that goes into the wider conversation of like, oh, look at all these organic acquisitions PlayStation did versus bad Xbox's inorganic acquisitions. Bad, bad Xbox, bad. Mm. (laughs) Um, And yeah, like the, the, the talent people leaving has seems to be a result of one short contract workers that, they, Microsoft seems to like to work with, which is stupid. Like that's been criticized mm-hmm. industry-wide and I agree with it. Um, then it's from the initiative, which there seems to have been some creative differences there a couple of years ago, which caused a lot of people to leave, um, which is a real shame because man, they had such good, and not say they don't now, but like they had such an immense amount of, talent on that team and i've seen now crystal dynamics is helping crystal dynamics are great and they've still got a lot of good talent on Mm. the team but bad look and there's another studio i think i'm missing but something yeah it's it's just allowed people to draw a pattern did something happen with the coalition did someone leave with the coalition I feel like someone did. I mean, someone Rod, rod ferguson left a few years back he's working on diablo now um I don't even know if they have a public face for that studio anymore. I, I feel I feel like they don't. But yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like there's there's some other change that happened under the uh, under the umbrella of like a the an, a, an acquisition. Um, I mean, obviously three four three. I mean, you could. I know it's not an acquisition yeah. thing, but Joseph Stayen's just gone off the team and gone back to game studios, and that people have been leaving that team as well. Mm. Uh, people have been fired, it seems, from that team. And is that part of why we're getting good trailers now? I don't know. Yeah, remains to be seen. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, but I think re- regardless, uh, let's just let's just see what happens of it. But um, yeah, I don't. There's 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 something to be said about these um, these changes and people leaving and people moving on to different things, right? Like right as you know, as these acquisitions happen. Um, so. Yeah, it'd kind of be be interesting to see what happens of it. But regardless, I feel like even if this doesn't turn out to be one of those, I still like I feel like we've had a few too many <laughs> of this sort of stuff. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, with the amount of staff under Xbox's umbrella, it's only likely that there's going to be more people leaving. So maybe it's just an economies yeah. of scale thing. Yeah. Um. You know. Agreed. All right, final two stories then. Um, let's do the Starfield one first. So we've had a we've had a couple of teasers now from insiders. The first one coming from Andy Robertson um, over at VGC at Video Game Chronicle. I hear the announcement for the Starfield showcase is imminent, and Jess Corden over at Windows Central also tweeted out um, in response to Scolzi, who's a Bethesda sort of commentator. Uh, you won't have to wait that long, you know, in regard to. Um, an announcement or some news about the showcase. And this is where my Twitter engagement mentioned earlier gets a, gets a shout out to him. Mm. 13, (laughs) 13 votes on my poll. Do you want to hear See what it is? Yeah. Let's hear it. I didn't even think I, I I didn't even think there were 13 people. Yeah, I just thought, honestly, because I've got 52 followers and I thought I was pretty sure 45 of them were just bots and, like, only fans bots, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. You do get a lot of those. Yeah, I do. So, 
I asked, will the Starfield show be a developer direct or will it be a Bethesda show? What, what, what do you think? You, you tell me. What do you think? Is it going to be a... You think, you think it's going to be a bit... Why? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's because we... Uh, happened in the past. Are you sucking off? I feel, I, I, I feel like we've had a Bethesda show in, in, in the past. Um, I don't feel... I know that we have. Um, and I feel like they're kind of... I don't know. It's, just, it's literally just based off of past of like of how we've handled the acquisition in the past and how we gave them their own show in the past and stuff like that and and just with the, with how big fucking um Starfield is and the fact that we're now plastering it on our fucking Xbox cases instead of Halo and stuff like that um I think maybe they'll just they'll want to really just drill it home and be like this is a Bethesda show this is their game they're making it for us sort of thing like rather than doing it in a developer direct um but who's uh, there's also I, I it's hard to call man because the developer direct did have a really good um setting like or it just it, it was just good like just the the whole way they handled it um so but i feel like it works when you're doing that with like multiple studios and switching between them and stuff like that rather than just a single studio um and a single showcase so i don't know i i feel like it'll it'll be their own but what do you think well it seemed the majority agreed with you you know 54 percent <laughs> said that there's going to be a bethesda show that's seven people <laughs> and 46 percent of people said that it'll be a developer direct if i could vote i would have said developer direct and that would have made it even but i can't you know apparently that's a conflict of interest so i can't do that um but i don't know i have no idea why they would allow bethesda to do i know this is like i know xbox is meant to be hands-off and everything but this is one of those times where i think they need to not be hands-off and do what they did with the developer direct and just feel like okay what what you're doing todd magnificent like truly this looks this is going to be stunning this is going to make us big money Mm. we're going to make this we're going to wrap it in a developer direct package okay if you say no, remember no. who's boss. Remember who's boss. You little, you little boss man. Boss. <laughs> you make, you make toys. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it would be such a missed opportunity for them to not well, make to this just, developer direct. To just really but like drill home that this is the format moving forward, even for our big boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just just on all fronts. Like, I don't think they need developer directs to be this thing where it's like we've got four or five games to show. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's if it's a game that they're showing off and it's in the Xbox Bethesda umbrella. Make it a developer direct. That, yeah. That's even what the name means. This is one of those when they announced it, I was like, that's a stupid name. But this is one of those one times where that name works because it's flexible enough where it's just like it's coming directly from a developer. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it takes away all that confusion of what a show will look like and what a show's format will be that Xbox have had for the longest time. It just it will just drive home that this this is just it moving forward. Um, I agree that's probably the way they yeah. should do it, but I really wouldn't be surprised if they were literally just like, but that's the show. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do agree with you. It's probably the way they should do it is is package it into a developer direct. Yeah, even if they called yeah. it the Bethesda developer direct sure just give it the same aesthetic the same you know visual language 
that's what needs to happen especially because they came off so hot like everybody was so happy with the developer direct in mm. when, whenever when was it? it was it was a couple months january was it uh, january yeah it was january no yeah, it was january it was it this was, year yeah, yeah, yeah. god yeah. feels like a long time ago doesn't it yeah um with the with the shadow drop you know they, the xbox really got a lot of attention a lot of positive press and that was really good and exciting and the community loved it a lot of the community and i think we said the same like we preferred this to the nintendo direct format mm-hmm. very cute very high production value didn't go on for too long lots of gameplay a surprise shadow drop at the end wonderful great just do the same for starfield um that's i i beg and you're absolutely yeah. right like this is xbox and they uh, they drop the ball with this sort of marketing stuff all the time um yeah. I, I just i uh, it's just i'm this time i'm like you know this time from from now you know like start now <laughs> like this yeah. is it you've got it you've got the down we've all said this is great even if you didn't plan to have it as a a developer direct before after the response of the last one you must be looking and being like oh we've done something good here we've, we've struck yeah. a nerve just That's wrap just it in the packaging good. just yeah. literally do an intro outro done <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah i agree yeah and uh, uh what, what do you think the odds are we get um starfield uh shadow drops 100 percent, 110 percent. yeah like, remember when we did this we should, by like... rush or we're doing this for starfield yeah all the people with their physical releases and pre-orders just just materialize into their room somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're phasing it in. Materializes in my chest right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> it's whatever you do. Don't use the microwave in the next ten seconds. It's where unexpected results no, when we phase in the game. If you're microwaving something, yeah. Just don't get near we're introducing our newest technology to teleport our physical games to your house. We're going to try it right now. Mm. We're hearing a lot of reports that families are dying. <laughs> Cars are crashing. We phased in Starfield into your exhaust. Yeah. You're so I guess we didn't really think about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Technically, you got Starfield, though. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Shadow drops, am I right? Um, so I, I guess I am, it, by the sounds of it, we're getting an announcement next week and I would imagine the showcase is in March. It's March next week. So, you know, it could be any time in March. I mean, does that, mm-hmm. and, and in the showcase, we get a develop, uh, release date. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like mid, it'll be like mid, late March or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And yes, we'll get a release day. If we don't get a release day, I'm convinced it's not real. I'm convinced it's just the biggest it's not real. April yeah. Fools ever. Like in April, they're going to yeah. say April Fools. Starfield doesn't exist. <laughs> That'd be great. Todd doesn't exist. He's just an android. Yeah. This whole he's just it's just a front. <laughs> Mate, what are they called in a uh, Fallout since? They've got synths, aren't they? Yeah, synths. Well, I feel like there's a time and a place to go into that a bit further, but I don't think it's now. Uh, what I would like to ask you very briefly, Tim, is kind of what you'd like to see, as that's the final thing for this, this Starfield topic, what you'd like to see for this, given that this will probably be the, the 
the final or the second final Starfield showing, you know, with the last one being maybe E3. Uh, like, what do you need to see? Or what, or what do you think the general public needs to see? Just extended gameplay, something that isn't sizzle real. Um, just like a segment of a mission or like, you know, ten maybe like 10 minutes or something like that where we can really analyze everything going on from A to B. Um, you know, combat, traversal, going into your inventory, you know, checking out all your stats, your perks, all that kind of stuff. Just just give us some extended gameplay because all we've had so far is cuts and edits and sizzle reel stuff. Uh, and then just follow that up with a release date. Like I, that, that's all I need for now, and we'll digest all that. Mm. And, yeah, cool. The the only thing that I'd add on that is a bit more reassurance on the performance front. Yeah, but I think that will come with with the extended gameplay. Like if you see it and it runs well and stuff like that, that's that's what I meant by like analyzing it and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah, but what you want them to actively state like performance modes, like well, we have something running at sixty, we have something running at thirty, you know. Is that what you want? Um, that would be great, but no, I'm not, I don't. I don't mean like that necessarily. I just mean like it, in the gameplay they show us for it to be running a bit smoother. Yeah. It was a little bit choppy in the previous one before, you know, um, yeah. running smoother. Yeah, it'd be great if they could say, "Oh, it's running at 60th." That would be great, but I, I doubt we'll get that at this at this stage. Yeah, no, agreed. But yeah. Awesome. Okay, we'll come on to our final story for today, which was around the Microsoft conference in Brussels um, around the ABK um, acquisition. The, you know, there were lots of participants there, Tim. It was it was a it was a big deal. Um, I bet it would have been fun to listen into. A lot of journalists got to go, I think, to a press briefing afterwards. But you know, like Sony was there. There were big publishers there. There were regulators there. It was crazy. Mm. Um, but I've made a nice little too long. Didn't read. Um, and in essence. The breakdown that Brad Smith, you know, the sort of the lead lawyer um, over at Microsoft gave was the sales of Xbox versus PlayStation worldwide. And this is overall, bear in mind, this is like estimated overall market share rather than necessarily just this gen, because Xbox has been performing better this gen mm-hmm. than these numbers. But in essence, very quickly to skim over the top. In Europe, it's 80-20 in favor of PlayStation. These are all in favor, favor of PlayStation. Japan, 96 to 4. Global, 70 to 30. Yeah, They obviously haven't listed America because America's the one that they're the most competitive in. And we have to be playing, you know, knife and daggers, smoke and mirrors all the time to try and deceive one one another and pretend that we're not hiding stats where it's convenient. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whatever. Um, And the funny thing, an end of 22 sales, um, end of 2022 sales, 69 to 31 in favor of PlayStation. so that's really interesting. They announced official binding contracts with Nintendo and GeoForce now. Mm-hmm. Um, they also seemed to indicate that they don't, they aren't interested in any diversity. So like, you know, selling off COD and just yeah. keeping Blizzard and King. They, they've said like, nah, pretty much we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, and, f- and finally, this didn't necessarily come from the conference, but it came just afterwards that China seemed to be looking to approve the deal according to a local lawyer. Um, so, I mean, anything there jumping off the page is something that looks fun. <laughs> no, nothing about this is fun. Um, 
yeah, I mean, everything there is information we we already know, and not nothing there shocks me that PlayStation obviously have market share in a lot of these areas, um, and overall global market share is just generally quite higher. Um, yeah, the GeForce Now and Nintendo stuff, obviously, we saw announced. Um, it's 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 a great look. Um, you know, they always signed it off with you know our promise to delivering cod to more gamers and more platforms all that sort of stuff it's a great look uh i do like the xbox um have shown no interest in in um diversature um and chopping off certain segments of it like i i do think that shows confidence in 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 the fact that they think they can win it and they should win it um you know based on on everything going on um and i i just think it's 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 a good look yeah i guess one of the important i, I would say overall the most important thing that came out of it, it is probably the geoforce oh, the, sorry geoforce now i mean it is nvidia it's the nvidia the the partnership because mm. nvidia were previously opposed to the deal and now they're not you know Xbox, yeah. microsoft found a way to make them you know, bend the knee, essentially. And yeah, that's right. And now what that means is that combined between Nintendo and NVIDIA, Xbox, uh, Call of Duty has accessibility to more gamers than it would do than if the deal didn't go through. Do you know what I mean? So now, like, there's this cost balance thing because they've signed binding contracts. And also, it's because one of the main concerns coming from the regulators was around, like, Xbox being dominant in the cloud space. And we've spoken about this before. No relevance. You know, like, in some future where Xbox are the only emerging um, force in cloud and cloud gets technically proficient enough where people can just stream and they don't need local um hardware like in that specific contingent of an outcome um that would make xbox very very dominant but them signing this deal with nvidia essentially means it's quite a serious thing they're like wait have it they've they've said they can have all of our xbox pc games Mm. stream through and the details of that are fuzzy. Like, does that mean that they're going to put Game Pass on NVIDIA? I mean, I know NVIDIA is its own streaming service, but like, or, or are they just going to be on there natively and Xbox is just going to take a cut of the sales? Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, but that's quite a big deal. Um, it, it's, the, it's the equivalent of Xbox just putting a lot of their games on like PlayStation, but in the cloud market. Mm-hmm. They're just giving it to a competitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like Xbox are uh, ticking all the boxes they need to, you know, in favour of them looking looking to get this deal approved. Um, and, And, yeah, managing to convince someone who, you know, otherwise wasn't on board until, um, until recently is, is obviously quite, quite a feat in itself and yeah i mean it's it's you know it's looking good based based off that you know based off the the steps taken and the 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 contract signed and and everything that xbox is doing now and getting things moving um it i would say it's leaning 
probably in favour of it going through. Whereas a few weeks ago, maybe I would have said probably not. But you know, you you can't really argue with these sort of things. Um, sometimes you know, because as, as, especially when really the the crux of the deal being blocked is is a case of um you know how 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 was it first sort of thought you know on the fact that they're fighting it for the players right and stuff like that weren't they and it's just like if anything this deal going through is 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 showing that it's only going to benefit right so it being blocked is doing quite the opposite of why this even started in the first place so um yeah it's, you know, it's also started off the back of that. It started kind of an interesting conversation about, like, if it doesn't go through, have bridges been burnt between Activision Blizzard and Sony? Hmm. You know, because we keep talking about this as if Xbox are going to take hold off PlayStation, which we know they're not. They, Brand Smith turned up with the contract at the, th- at the conference and he was like, it's here to sign if you want to do it. And obviously Sony is saying no because they don't want it to go through at all yeah. rather than actually working with Microsoft, which of course, you know, you're all slaves to your, your shareholders because we live in a fucking dystopia. But mm-hmm. um, whether it does or doesn't, it's just quite funny. Um, if, if, because uh, some people are really under the impression that if the deal doesn't go through, Activision Blizzard are just going to pull support or pull a lot of support from PlayStation. I mean, where where would you kind of sit on that? Like, for example, you know, like, do you think they would pull marketing support away from PlayStation uh, just out of frustration with the organization and the leadership? Yeah, potentially. I mean, maybe they're not, maybe they don't have the power to do that. You know, it, it depends on the contract they signed with PlayStation in terms of, of marketing rights moving forward and how many years and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so they might not have the option to do that. Obviously, a complete purchase from xbox whatever will make that void but i think if it if that doesn't go through uh, you know maybe they don't have the they, they don't have the ability to just do that properly i would imagine but they probably like to know that in my mind but yeah 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 <clears throat> yeah so that's all the latest developments really um i'm interested to hear what regulators will be responding with um i don't know when that will happen but man like it's still we're still a long way out i mean this Mm. this was an important step but we're a long way out from any uh, you know especially if regulators keep pushing back um so it's another watch this space unfortunately yeah um before we wind the show down, Tim, do we have any anything in the chat that we need to go over? Uh, yeah, I was just about to say, Joaquin's made a couple comments. Um, so uh, he said, I will say I thought it was a strong statement to say that um, of regulators uh, blocking the merger that they cement Sony's position as market leader, but by passing it gives 150 million more players the chance to play um yeah agreed which is kind of what i said in a really poor way is you know the deal all came about you know for the players you know and and making sure this doesn't fall into a monopoly and you know taking it taking access of call of duty away putting it only on playstation locking it behind all this where when so far it's only proved that it's going to reach more players um which completely just goes against 
just exactly why this all started in the first place if they were to block it. it it's just a weird play and i feel like they kind of shoot themselves in the foot um obviously they still have the argument of the future and you know xbox are playing ball for now but what are their plans with it for the future right um but yeah future um yeah yeah we 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 do agree uh and then he also put uh he's 50 50 on it uh i imagine going through uh if the eu passes it um then i'm in but if they block it it's over in my opinion but he's 50 50 yeah and it does it comes down to i mean more so that i think the eu are more uh flexible i say more and more comes down to the cma i mean i you know uh, maybe i'm just biased but like i don't think xbox would go through if they lost the whole market um if they lost the whole uk market um mm-hmm. because it you know it's like i think a lot of people have been saying this for a while like if they can win over one of the regulators it's done like if they can win over the cma it's done if they can win over the eu it's also done i think they're all kind of waiting on each other so yeah. they can you know they have more rationale for their decision yeah. um and b- beside that like they've they didn't share uk numbers i don't think in, in the presentation like they said in europe it's 80 to 20 which by the way is much larger than i thought it was i knew playstation was dominant in europe but um, I think it's just that FIFA marketing is really doing a number, and I think COD yeah. is especially popular. So again, both of those marketing deals are really having a big impact. Um, yeah. But I think the UK is a bit closer, uh, not by much, and it may be 70-30, maybe 65. No, maybe 70-30, because that's the global number. Um, so probably not higher than that. So again, like if... I feel like they'd be just as likely to go ahead without Europe as they would without UK, which is to say not at all, <laughs> not yeah. likely at all. <laughs> I think if either of those markets get blocked, I think the, the whole thing's over. Um, yeah. So yeah, in short, yeah, I agree. It's going to be a massive domino effect based on one person's decision. Yeah. One, uh, yeah. one decision. Yeah. That's right. <sighs> all right. We did it. Been a long show. Uh, thanks everyone for sticking with us. Um, you will find us on our regular podcasting services if you want to watch this afterwards or listen to this afterwards should i say um we'd really appreciate a like or a subscription if you're new here that would be really good um let us know was this time better for you yeah this time of day would an hour later be a bit better or is this good um you know we'll see i'm also tim i'm going to have this conversation with you maybe next time we have a conversation I, I'm, I'm open to the idea of doing like shorter shows as well shorter more compact shows everyone so i'm, I'm interested in hearing like do you would you like us to just be a bit more quippy for an hour or do you like these longer in-depth shows because i know a lot of people do these like hours long shows are we just mm. replicating that um you know uh, give us some feedback you know let us know yeah yeah it's, it's hard to say isn't it because I, I i do like goofing off and and going off topic a little bit um but you know i won't lie that after an hour and a half that my attention span and my, and my uh, my ability to make any uh, any good comments <laughs> is just fucking plummets dude after like an hour and a half yeah. so yeah um later the better says joaquin uh, and then he says longer and later so joaquin's really piping up longer <laughs> no 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 it's like he likes so the longer content. format like what we've got now oh. like he doesn't want it longer like 
prefer it as it is now than to have an hour more concise one it's nice to have a bit of breathing room and to goof off a little bit um so yeah agreed but any more than two hours and i start to rot dude i start to become one of the clickers from last of us <laughs> got that scarlet rot dude yeah um yeah we'll, we'll discuss off there that's fine um but yeah thanks everyone um we will catch you next week i'm sure hopefully we have that developer direct and not bethesda showcase for starfield yeah looking forward to it bye everyone bye 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 everyone ciao hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.